Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Macabre Podcast Universe. It's the podcast that exists to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals. And we are doing Star Wars. We are. It was voted upon by you, the fans, for us to finally cover. There's been enough distance from all of the releases that it feels exciting again, or at least worth re-examining the new ones and stuff like that. We talked about Force Awakens, we talked about Rogue One, and now we are talking about the movie that is perhaps the most controversial of the Star Wars movies. Okay. Uh, per, well, I guess in recent memory, I, I'm, I'm forgetting that Phantom Menace is about as controversial as it gets, but that's the also... The most current, yeah. That's just everyone saying, wow, this sucks. And this is more like people saying, wow, this is a masterpiece, and wow, this sucks. Okay, yeah. And a lot of anger in between. Yeah. And um, it is Star Wars. There's anger, right? Right. Fans. It's a it's a requirement. Yeah. Uh, right now, Obi One is premiering, and there's already pe- uh, 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 people who are in the series who I'm sure are regretting the fact that they ever signed on because there's a lot of hatred for people mm-hmm. and stuff. Don't hate people, even if you don't like the movie or show. Don't hate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a special guest on this episode. Mm-hmm. It is my go-to Star Wars expert. He knows everything about the world and the universe, really. In fact, I would say he knows a little too much. <laughs> I'd agree. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Michael Combs. Hello and welcome. Hello. That was great to hear the intro live. That was wow. a great oh, experience. Yeah. Good, good. Well done. I'm, I'm glad. So I need to know <laughs> why you care so much about Star Wars. <laughs> oh, <geez. wow. laughs> uh yeah no it's my childhood it's yeah i'm also i don't know i i don't i've never been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder but (laughs) i tend to grab onto things and get to know everything about them move on but then retain the information so star wars was one of my first that way so nice it's great yeah and and it's i mean just today you were texting me information about things I had said in the episodes where I was like, Mike, I, I didn't I say in those, I said like, Mike, if you know the answer, oh. shoot me a text. Oh, absolutely. And at one point you said, Mike's probably pulling his hair out at this point. <laughs> and uh, were you? Yes, I was. Cause you, you made fun of the rule of two twice. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we can't rehash that here. No, probably not. <laughs> Well, I think what's what is fun is is you know, I think my relationship to Star Wars, of course, it's one of my favorite things, but I, my relationship truly does, especially the older I get, it begins and ends with the movies and then it does extend a little bit to the TV shows, but even those I'm not as precious about, I don't think. Mm. Um and so, you know, something like the Rule of Twos, the reason I don't like it is because it's not explained well in the movie. What's the Rule of Twos? That that there can only be a Sith and a master, or an apprentice. Yeah, uh, you know. Yes, huh? there can Is be a, the Sith Lord and then uh-huh. his apprentice, basically. That's a thing in Star Wars. That's it's a, a thing, thing in Star Wars. It's oh, a thing okay. that someone says at the end of a uh, Phantom Menace, and we okay. talked about how it just kind of comes out of nowhere and it doesn't really have any bearing on the plot and doesn't really make did any sense. Did we talk about that? We did. Oh, I don't remember talking about that. And then Mike sent me details on how it does make sense. Okay. Okay. To which I was like, you are not necessarily wrong, but the movies don't present that. To which you also agreed. 
We we right. both kind of yeah. agreed to disagree and agree. <laughs> and yeah, no, and agree. I had to make the point and defend it, but I also agree with why it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the the prequels is mm-hmm. it's uh, it, and now that there's been more time, it's just people trying to co- like cover up the little mistakes that George Lucas made. And writing extra material and doing extra things to go, actually, that thing that discounts certain things that were said isn't discounting it. It's actually right, you know, <laughs> which is sort of the fun nature of fanship. Yeah, for and sure. That's kind of the whole thing about Star Wars that Constantly both drives me nuts, their mistakes. but also is fun. Oh, that. It's, it's a whole mishmash. But mm-hmm. yeah, w- we reached I- out to you. Yeah. And you decided I want to do the last Jedi. Yes. Now, do you want to do you want to go into why you picked this movie? Just your baseline why. I think I think I wanted to pick it because you seem to love it. Uh-oh. I won't say just yet. I know. But in previous conversations we've had, <laughs> you've enjoyed it. Um and for me it was like a very traumatic experience. Oh. Uh-huh. at least at the time i i will say you know spoiler alert that changes a little bit um hmm. with time but it's the one that i wanted to be like okay i don't like out of the three movies of this this follow-up trilogy this is the one i didn't like the most okay so i wanted to go through it again i guess cool. i'm a sucker for punishment but <laughs> <laughs> okay i want okay. to experience again and go is this fair Maybe yeah. with some time, I can see different things if I look at it with a different eye. Yeah. See what those critics who seem to think it's a 90% score on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> you know, yeah. what yeah. they think, what they believe about it. So um, that's why I want to choose it. Okay. And, and maybe I could go on a rant or two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> please. Well, we yeah. Will, we will see. So, so what was your, you know, as, as you know, we, we talk about our first time watching the movie. Who right. wants to go first on this? Let's let our guests go first. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. I, I don't believe it was opening. It, we, actually, we saw it as a staff. My coworkers, we all went and saw it together. And the whole time, they're looking at me to see my reaction. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, none of them pressure. are like super. Yeah, yeah, they're not like super big Star Wars fans. So they're enjoying it but they're looking at me because i'm like making noises and going uh, uh. <laughs> and so like so my experience is being observed of how i'm observing this movie so it's a little weird uh, yeah, and then yeah and, and then coming out of the theater you know there's big moments in this movie uh especially for longtime star wars fans with particular characters and um not knowing what to think okay that's what that was the experience. Unlike episode one, where I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. But yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cut and dry for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one, at the very least, you, you had to sit on and think yeah, about exactly and go, did I like this or not like this? Am I mad? Okay. Am I not mad? Yeah. So that, that was my experience with this movie. Okay. It, it led to, I don't like this movie. Got it. Okay. Okay. But we'll see. But we'll okay. see. We'll see. As we get yeah. into it. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like this. We got we got quite the trail of breadcrumbs to follow here. Seriously. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh I know we saw it together first time. Yeah, from my memory seeing it in theaters, I think I was sitting next to a kid who couldn't be more excited to see it. So it was really cute. 
Yes. Oh. He was like, he was like, yeah, oh, like turning it to his dad and like he was so excited. I do remember that. Yeah. So that was very cute. That might have been me. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was kind of a big Initially. kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> um, so that was great. I didn't like the movie the first time around. It there was I just had it was like one after the other issues. Yeah. I had. There were some things that I did like. I thought the movie looked really good on a technical level but story-wise i was like this is all over the place they have no idea what they're doing last night was the first time the second time that i saw it ever because i avoided it since that time i hated it so much and every time i've talked about it so little you tend to be like yeah 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 okay i get what you're saying shut up about it i am relieved the movie ended and i just had the sigh of like okay it's not as bad as i remember being it being there's actually like things that I had big issues with. I either don't just don't care about it anymore to spend energy on it or I'm fine with it now. Yeah. You t- actually, I don't remember you saying, oh, it's not bad anymore. No, I you know. You seem I said, to like it. I said, I, no, 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 I like it. I like it. But it was a relief of like, oh man, I, I think a lot of it, like I've changed a lot since yeah. the movies come out. Yeah. Is what I mean. And so I remember on on my first experience, I and I I don't know maybe maybe we will actually maybe have a similar trajectory. I'm not sure. I, we'll okay. see. Okay. Okay. But when I saw the movie, uh, I just remember the moment when they got on the horse things in the casino. Yes. And I turned. I think I turned to Jordan and was just like. I can't what is, believe what this. What's going on? Yeah. And I was I was, I was just so like mad. really upset. I started getting kind of angry and then the movie's progressing and and the leia flying through space had driven me a oh, little crazy don't get me started <laughs> and then <laughs> the holdo stuff i wasn't digging and then the movie ends the what stuff? Uh, uh laura dern oh okay uh the holdo yeah. maneuver yeah. yes look at there and the movie ends and i was like I can't believe it because I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan. And I was yeah. like, I don't like that movie. That's how I walked out. And I was upset. Mm. And I remember calling a friend and being like, this is the worst one since Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and you although there's only like somebody. three movies in between that, but still, I'm Wait, like, when did this come out? Uh, I think 2017. Were yeah. we married yet? Uh, well, we got married in 2017. 17. In yeah. September. So we. Yeah, we were married. Okay, just curious. And so I was just, I was just livid, and I couldn't believe this man who made Looper, a movie that I think is so awesome, yeah. could make a movie this bad. Is what I thought. Yeah. Mm. And then the next week, I went and saw it with my dad, and it was well. And actually, before that, I do remember going to church and and grabbing some mics from Jeremy or something, probably to record a podcast. Most likely, yeah. And I ran into you. And I said, what did you think of the movie? And this is what I remember. I could okay. be wrong. But I remember <laughs> you sitting there and just saying, it's the best one since Empire. Whoa. Whoa. I remember you saying that, but that, that could be a false memory. It, it could be. It could be the couple days after. And then another couple days, you'd hear me say the opposite. So mm. Okay. The that, that's, that's where I'm at with this movie. It's up okay. and down for me. Yeah. Okay. I watched um, it right before this, and the experience was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that happens, and then I go and see it with my dad, and I'm just like, I just want to see Star Wars again, so I'm going to go again. And my dad hadn't seen it yet. And it was as if, and I, I have had this experience happen, I think, one other time, and that was with Avatar. 
where I watched the movie and I was like, did I watch a different movie? Because I love this. Hmm. This is great. You're talking and, about the Last Airbender, right? No, yes. yeah, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, great, great film. <laughs> no, I no. just, I just remember rewatching Avatar, and I was like, "Why did I not like this? This has like everything I like about fantasy in one movie." Yeah, interesting. And and this yeah. was a similar experience. I mean, I still had issues, but I was like, it was almost like since I knew the tone was a little bit different, and I knew where the story was going, I liked it. And then I got it on blu-ray i watched it again and i was like this movie's this movie's good this movie's good and i was like i'm not willing to put it above a lot of the movies but it's good and then we watched it last night and i won't say my statement yet but it's really good it's really good but it might blow the house down if i uh. so let's just have a a slow you letting it out yeah i i (laughs) yes i like this movie a lot we'll we'll start with that so that's my that's my ground level yeah experience my, with this yeah just finishing it a, about an hour ago mm-hmm. uh, I think I know why I probably most likely said this is the best one yet okay there's moments I think that fool you into thinking oh. this is a great movie mm. okay <laughs> so <laughs> so then upon further review you go oh but this 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 and this uh-huh and it's still fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. Got but it. great is a strong word. <laughs> yeah, this uh here's one statement I can say. Yeah. This this movie uh it 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 pains me that e- even if you don't like it, even if you don't like it, but it pains me that more blockbusters aren't this auteur driven. Yeah. Mm. Because and I I watched this like hour and a half documentary on the making of it and stuff like that. And it was truly, which just seems wild to me, because the next year they would be firing Chris Miller and Phil Lord and stuff like that, and being, and then Rise of Skywalker, which is something. Um, yeah, it's a thing. You know, now it feels like Star Wars is very managed, and there was this brief moment where they were like, we've got two hits in a row, let's let this guy do anything he wants. <laughs> and when you're watching the behind the scenes, he's doing stuff like, like there's this great moment where um Andy Circus comes on set <laughs> and and Ryan's like, Hey, it's I'm so glad to see that you're here. It's gonna be a fun day. I do want to warn you, because I don't want to blindside you, that there's a huge battle and it does result in your character's death. <laughs> and Andy Circus is like, Oh, okay. Wow, that's really? And then he's like, Yeah, and and it didn't seem aggressive or like any circus was mad. I mean, he's a professional right. guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and and right off the bat, before we get going, I do want to state that even the first time watching it, I loved everything involving Ray, Kylo, and Snoke, and I loved everything involving Luke Skywalker. Uh-oh. From from the first time I've watched it till now, I've loved those things. I just want to say, for the record, it was the Finn stuff that drove me nuts, and I have since I, come around. I agree to. with the Finn stuff wholeheartedly, but really, <laughs> <laughs> this is oh man! I if, feel like this episode is just going to be Mike and Micah arguing. Jordan's going to be, be like, like, "I'm going to go yeah. and, like take a nap." <laughs> <laughs> I when know where I stand. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
you're ready to talk about porgs, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, porgs are great in the tradition of the great Ewoks. Um, let's. T- <laughs> okay, so first of all, the movie is written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Now, he's the only person that carries a solo credit of both since George Lucas. And the only person in this universe that has written and directed by that is right. not George Lucas. Maybe that's mm-hmm. his curse. Well, he, I mean, having seen all but one of his movies, he definitely strikes me as someone who would have a hard time directing someone else's material. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, you watch a movie like Knives Out, and it is very much like it's got to go from point A to point B to point C. And exactly how he's thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. He does use a writing group, though, right? Oh, does he? I don't know yeah. about that. Uh, that was that was a big thing I I, I read was it, it's his solo credit, but he had a group. Oh, uh, I did not know that. That was lore, you know, kept track of lore and that makes sense. You might oh. correct me, but I also heard Carrie Fisher was involved in this as well. That also makes sense. No credit, but yeah, that yeah, that would make sense. That with I mean, I'm sure like any any large franchise like marvel oh, yeah, absolutely yeah you know maybe it has one writer but then there's 10 guys that are like actually iron man <laughs> said this in that movie which means that this can't happen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the you actual know. guy <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah. um looper was the movie he made before this um but he's also made knives out after uh brothers brick. bloom brick. and brick yeah i sorry i didn't hear you okay um and then uh, it the cinema. Oh, that's why Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in this movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Little little director cameo nod. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For those who don't know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the alien that reports Finn the, and the snitch. Rose. Yeah. yeah. To <laughs> the police. And he, I mean, I know he's in heavy, you know, costume, but it looks like he's having fun. Well, and oh, it's I cool because he's not like doing Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No. He's like, no, he's hey, like, I think they're yeah. over there. Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of great cameos in this film. There actually. is, yeah, yeah. If well, you, as we go along, if if we miss any, uh, fill yeah, us I'll in. point them out for sure. Um, and then cinematography is by Steve Yedlin, who's done all of Rain, Ryan Johnson's movies. Uh, the guy knows how to shoot a movie. Yeah, Jesus Louise. Yeah, I mean, and this, whatever and you this s- movie is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's shot it looks beautifully. So good. It's so it's, good. It's crazy how good this movie looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the movie comes out December 15th, 2017. It has a $262 million budget. It makes $620 million domestic and $1.3 billion worldwide. So it was a all? smashing huh? success. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Porgs, as most of us know, they filmed on this island where there's these birds and they can't the move puffins. the birds. The puffins. Yeah, the puffins, yeah. So they had to figure out a creative way to digitally remove them. Um, I did see some crazy footage, though, of, like, puppeted porgs. Mm-hmm. It's cr- I, I, the puppeting. How big are they? They're, they're the size of, like. They're, they're that small. Okay. Yeah. Like a football. Like a little football. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're small. It's yeah. so crazy. It's like a Furby. That's Ryan, I guess that's Ryan's invention. Like, the porgs were his idea. Cool. Great. Which which is awesome. Yeah. I like that part. Yeah, but. they're they're very cool. They're funny. I like them. Um, we also have uh, Yoda making his puppeteering return in this movie with Frank Oz. 
Mm-hmm. And when Frank got the call, he's like, yeah, I'll do the movie. And he's just expecting to do voiceover again. And they're like, no, 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 we want you to puppet Yoda. So cool. <laughs> and there's just this great moment in the behind the scenes. It's a, uh, there's a, it's on Disney Plus. It's a movie called The Director and the Jedi, hour and a half behind the scenes. And uh, Mark Hamill walks in and he sees Yoda and he's just like overcome with emotion. Oh. And he's just like, wow. Yeah. This is this is something else. Like, can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. So, all of that stuff is great. Um, and then, but then there. So there's a couple of things we do have to talk about before we even jump into the movie, and that is, Mark Hamill said something about this movie. And and Mike, do you wanna you wanna take this because I know you you know about this. Uh, uh yeah. I mean. Maybe I'm jumping ahead, but he has since taken back most of the comments. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, but at the time, he basically disagreed with every direction Ryan was taking Luke Skywalker and the character, everything about what he was having him do. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, and and in a world where no one reads articles uh, and and reads quotes in context, because I I was seeing the interviews where he's saying that, and he's very much like, you know, I read the script and I disagreed with every single thing that he said. So I told him so I could get it off my chest. And then yeah. I was in his hands. And he's right. saying things while they're filming like, I trust you. We're going to uh, do this movie because right. he's a professional guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's saying like, Luke isn't my mine. I don't own Luke. Mm-hmm. I just loan him out and portray Luke. Mm-hmm. Right. That's because he's a good actor and a nice person. <laughs> yeah. That's um, not how it was taken. <laughs> yeah. No. Of course, the internet sees that. And then oh, man. It, if if you're someone who didn't like what they did with Luke, then you're like, I feel justified in my right. righteous yeah. anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that happened. And then there's this other person in this movie called Kelly Marie Tran, mm. who, you know what? She's really good in this movie. I've always liked her. And people decided, hey, we hate her. Uh, we're going to bully her off of the internet. Yeah. And Horrible. we're going to hate her more than Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite as every, much as Jar Jar. It feels like every trilogy or series needs its Jar Jar moment at this point, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. There's yeah. a toxic group of Star Wars fans that create a new Jar Jar. Yeah. And it, it does stink like... It stinks too because if say you don't like something and you're a well-adjusted human mm-hmm. and maybe you're like, hey, I didn't like Rose in this movie, then you get lumped into this group of people who like despise her as a person. Right. Yeah, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. Who yeah. acted. Yeah, and it's like she's doing what she was asked to do. And she's right. doing that thing well. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't like how it was written or whatever, but don't put that on her. Yeah. She didn't come up with it. It is a movie at the end of the day. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. But speaking of her. Yeah. Get into some actors. <laughs> well, she's kind of like the only one basic, kind of. But uh, she's also in Ryan, The Last Dragon, The Crudes, A New Age, Sorry for Your Loss. She's in an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I was hoping I could point that out that in my notes. Uh, no, no, we not knew. When you're talking to us. <laughs> no. Um, she, she came on. To, I mean, we already knew it at this point, but she did come on to an episode promoting Raya and the Last Dragon, and they, they talked about Star Wars and stuff, which was pretty fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Good times. Anyway. Um, 
And then Duda Suatamo uh, plays Chewie. And I don't think I, I think I just forgot about this. But um, if you're like, that guy plays Chewie, who's that guy? I thought it was the other guy. Peter Mayhew. Uh, well, Peter mm. Mayhew. So th- this is what I read. Um, he started out being a body double for the original actor, Peter Mayhew, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, as Mayhew's age and worsening health was making it more difficult for him to mm. fill the role. He went on to entirely replace Mayhew in The Last Jedi, and has since been oh, okay. Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And, and he's Chewie in, in Solo and, and Rise. Rise of Sk- Skywalker. Yep. Okay. And both. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he does a great job. I mean, I don't see a skip beat. Um, but I mean, of course, you know, Peter Mayhew is the best and the legend. Yeah. Not, no they, actually, they actually credit him as Chewbacca consultant. Nice. In the movie. So, oh, okay. Nice. They give him a little credit there, which well, I that's appreciate. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I think we're ready to dive. Let's dive. Okay. Yeah. So the movie begins <laughs> <laughs> and we have the title card. Rolls on by, you know, it, this movie's taking place like right after the last one. Although what is, what is funny, and this is just a, this is a, just a movie thing when you're making a series that cracks me up, unless it's like Lord of the Rings or something that takes place really directly. But it is so funny to me that it's like they defeated this Starkiller planet and they, they did all this good stuff in the last movie, and then this one's like, there's a small band of rebels that are left. <laughs> it's like, they basically won the war. What's, what are you what talking happened? about? <laughs> <laughs> but those are things that don't bother me. I just don't care about those things. I'm, I'm yeah. happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that, that gets under your skin. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, oh, we won. We did it. Okay, now we're down to this little core of guys. Yeah. What happened? And no, like, fill in. Unless, of course, you want to go read comics and books and video games. So, right. Throwing it we'll right back at me. <laughs> <laughs> but we have this. So, we have this moment where the, the rebels are, tri- or the, the first, no, no. What are they called? Are they rebels in this movie? The resistance. The resistance. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The resistance is attempting to flee the first order who is <clears throat> is bearing down on them. And um they What's that big ship that shows up? Uh, the dreadnought. The dreadnought. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to be so much <laughs> the, faster. The, the movie like starts with Poe. Yeah. And he is he is taking out its cannons and then Leia says, "We're cool now. We you've done enough that we can leave safely." And he's yeah. like, "No, we have to take it down. It's our we don't get this chance often." So then there's like a crazy scene of all those bomb ships. Yeah. That's how the movie starts. Yes. And and what's <laughs> what bothered me the first time and and it, it, I I'm like ashamed that this bothered me now. Is like you know at the beginning Poe's very like quippy and almost like marvelly. You know he's yeah. like he's like joking oh, with yeah. it's Admiral... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> he's like joking with Admiral Hux and yeah. stuff like that, and that like bothered me when I first watched it. And now I'm like, come on, come on, this is good. Gr- he grows on you that yeah. aspect. Yeah. yeah, I think I this time around recognized that he had an arc in this movie that I just did not care about the first time I saw it. Yeah. Cause by the end of the movie, he, he does his whole development thing and it's like, Oh, that's cool for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely pushing back against the, the bravado hero, yeah. the Han yeah. Solo. 
yeah brash just just run headlong and get it done and who cares who dies right because you have leia running things and that's not how she does it so it's right. definitely that critique yeah like, yeah it's even it's, though she still likes him you know yeah <laughs> and it's it's very nice like i i i just really like how leia is treated as a character and how she she's grown into this this general she's always been this strong character but now she's leading an army and it genuinely feels like she does know what's best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we as the audience and part of that is just the bravado of Princess Leia slash Carrie Fisher there. Mm-hmm. But when he comes back in and he's like, we did it. And she goes, you shouldn't have done it that way. We're like not on Poe's side, even though they did that yeah. great thing. Yeah. Right. Love that. I mean, Love we that. just saw so many people die. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like at what cost? Right. Um, the bomber ships crazy mm-hmm. getting some tactical fun star wars in there yeah yeah no i i remember though distinctly rem- going and going how can they breathe if the hatch is open that are the shields me every time. the air in what's going i got kind of lost but now watching it seeing the like tribute to kind of world war ii aerial assault right yeah and stuff like that and you're like oh this is cool yeah right and yeah. and I mean, as we know, George Lucas was splicing in World War II footage in oh, yeah. the first edits of Star Wars, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, I never thought a shield could probably... Oh yeah, That's an no. easy write-off. Yeah, I, a shield did it. Star Wars uh, yeah. is so fantasy to me that it's oh, basically it not even in space for <laughs> right. me, that I don't even think about that. Yeah. It, it is space wizards, that's yes. it. And space oh, right. wizards, there's magic... And yeah, unless we get into the midichlorian talk, but you know, it's magic. Yeah, we've already done that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Yes, we I got have... a taste of it in episode one. <laughs> yeah. And you'll get more. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, and in that we meet this character, um I don't remember her name, but she's Rose's sister. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. able to deliver the payload, which destroys the dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Epic scene. Yeah. Epic scene. Oh incredible. And then we cut to the island with Luke Skywalker. And... Really quick before you move on. Oh, yes, Because I can please. hear myself critiqui- critiquing myself. Uh-huh. Yes, we know that the start, you know, the the big ship blew up most of the Republic on the planets. We know that. Okay. That's what happened to oh, make yes. the resistance small. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could I was texting myself already moving on. So, anyways. <laughs> See, see, listeners who, who yeah, text yeah. us corrections. It's not always easy in the heat of the moment to no, remember no, it's every not. detail. I have more sympathy, but I will continue to text. <laughs> as long as you just give us context, folks. Exactly. Here's the clip. Gosh, I'm telling you, we're Here's we're recording this. I mean, and this episode isn't due out until like late July, so oh, we're not awesome. going to remember yeah. this conversation. This will be but a dream. This will be gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. And it is fun that BB-8 says, I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Um, and and he's like the first line in the movie, uh, mm-hmm. besides the people who are walking, like the first main character to have a right. line, right. Um, which yeah. I didn't catch. And I remember walking out and being like, nobody said the line. But watching it now, I'm like, yeah, he does say it because Poe's like, no, come on. We got this. It'll be good. <laughs> exactly. It's cute. I love that. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. And freaking pose flying those those shots are just insane. Yeah, and he's like drifting. Yeah, I mean, Fast and Furious could take a lesson from the drifting in this movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's interesting watching it now after having watching watched the new Top Gun. 
And oh, some, some yeah. of the, the movements he was making was very similar to our boy, Tom. Yeah. Oh. So that was cool to like see yeah. that, like, oh, that's the same thing that happened in that movie. And that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and since I don't know that we've recorded since we've seen that movie, folks, if you haven't seen Top Gun and it's still in theaters, you gotta go. <laughs> And you, you gotta, gotta go. go see it again a couple days later if you're smart. Yeah. Just like you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then we see Luke Skywalker, and it's directly when Ray hands him the lightsaber. Yep. And then he takes it, and he throws it over his shoulder and walks away. Now, this is where <laughs> Ryan Johnson's yeah. <laughs> thesis begins. And this is this is where the movie really grabs me in a way of like, because I, I think even if you don't, well, no, I don't know. I just, this movie on a, I'm forgetting the word, but I'm all I can think of is a theological level. <laughs> okay. But that's not what I mean. I'm there. I'm, yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> but on like a, the, the theological element of this movie is putting forth this thesis that if, if this franchise is going to move forward, if we're going to go forward, we have to tell new stories and we have to let the past die. And now, that to me is a very exciting because every you know like month now it feels like we get a new Star Wars series that's announced or something like and that. And it's like, and <laughs> right? And as much as I was excited about Obi Wan when I started watching it, I was like, I guess I don't really care to watch stories about characters I've already spent hours with anymore. Oh, we're not, we're definitely not finishing the show after you said that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, oh, no, no, I will, I will finish it. I, it's There's just, only three more episodes. Just hang in. It's just, and I, I'm not even throwing anything at the show. I just think like, hey, man, I know exactly what you mean. I, I'm just ready for Star Wars to move forward. Because when I watch a show you know? like that, yeah, we, I, we've only watched the first two, right? And oh. they were okay. And the, yeah, I just, I as watching the show, I just was thinking, why do we care so much? <laughs> Whatever's going to happen here is going to happen, and no one it will it'll basically not affect any change. Yeah, because like that's how it feels. Because because I haven't seen the rest of it, but like right. because of what we know is to come, it's just like I don't care about any of this. Ewan McGregor's nice. That's great. That's how I feel. I think you've gone through the trenches of Fast and Furious and you've come out <laughs> jaded <laughs> and pessimistic about the world. Yeah. Well, a little bit of shell shock. <laughs> well, it's just the, the thesis of this movie of, and, right. and I think this extends to franchises in general is, and this is something that I've always appreciated about Marvel is it's like they've, they've done a couple of prequels. Uh, right. Not prequels, but movies that take place movie. before events. But Marvel's interested in, like, let's move forward with the story. Mm -hmm. We're always going to move forward. We'll fill in every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But it, I, I just wish Star Wars, I wish we could <clears throat> let go, like, hey, we're going to do a Jabba the Hutt series or something. It's like, no, I want, this is a universe. And and it feels like there's two planets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, on the it, yeah, basis it, of this movie, I love that. Yeah. Go ahead. And it's it's definitely it was interesting to go back and read articles from when it came out. Yeah. And then a year later and then now hmm. and to see the changing yeah. um cuz like we watch it now and we know we know what happens to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Rise right. Skywalker. We know we know what's coming up so we that filters into how we watch it now. Yeah. Right. Right. But when when you're first experiencing it and 
with Snoke and everything like that, all the buildup from Force Awakens, and then right. all the criticism of Force Awakens of like you just yeah. rehashed everything old and didn't give us that much new. And so then the reaction is Ryan going, okay, let's get rid of the past. Yeah. Move on. But for me, it was too much of a pendulum swing. Yeah. It was too yeah. far. Like that, that's okay. what I feel about them. It's too far. And it's like, <laughs> I still want the core of star Wars. I want Luke yeah. Skywalker. You gave him back to me. I want to experience Luke, how that, but so, I agree. Yeah. What, move on. what did he, how did he tarnish Luke? To you, oh, <laughs> we're, we're basically there, so let's just get into. Yeah, it. we can just talk about the whole Luke on the island section. Yeah, kind of go, go yeah. so out of order of the events of the movie. Yeah, well, Easter egg when you they close up on his hand, you do see the blaster shot from the Sarlacc pit when he last got shot. Oh, so that's kind of oh, cool. I um, have never noticed that. Yeah, no, there's yeah, no reason crazy. to notice it unless you're. <laughs> <laughs> a complete Star Wars nerd. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you have that moment of him taking, and the buildup to that moment was huge. Uh -huh. I don't yeah. know if you remember that. It was huge. Oh, I remember that feeling. The, and, and the movie, like, Force Away, you're like, oh, Luke, we're getting Luke back. And then that moment, and he's just, eh. Yeah. That was my childhood. He just threw it over his shoulder. <laughs> like, and all, and all, that's the other thing is the universe or the extended universe had built Luke to this near godlike character. Uh huh. And, and also like this eternally optimistic character. Like even in the face of like death and, and, um, danger he's still like ah oh, there's still good in this person there's still hope for us to win it's always there and then here's this grumpy you know burnt out overweight luke skywalker <laughs> that, that that was the moment it was just like oh my gosh yeah this guy supposedly can take down star destroyers with the force and here he is doesn't care that was that was an interesting moment did yeah. so with the the Kylo stuff, you know, the whole reason why he's this way. Right. What do you think about that kind of I didn't, stuff? I, well, that's the thing is like I didn't feel it was big enough to yeah get the response we got. Yeah. Like watching it that. today, I feel a little different. I the character arc of Luke is interesting. Maybe I'm older. I don't know. It's just not <laughs> been that many years, but we've been through some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> maybe we've all like, hey, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this, this is reality here. But but in that moment, I remember just being like, what, like completely thrown off, which yeah. was Ryan's goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because even Luke will say it's it's not going to be how you expect it to be to Ray. That's not exactly what right. he says. But that's another line that Ryan's throw. It's it's some breaking fourth wall moments that he's like talking to the fans. Like, yeah, this is not how it's gonna. You think it's gonna be so? Now, do you feel like? And I, I hate to I hate to invoke invoke the immortal bard that is everyone's favorite hero, the Joker. But okay, do you feel as though Ryan Johnson is trying to be kind of like edge lordy in the way that? Uh, Todd Phillips is edge lordy. You know, like I'm doing something cool and intense just because. Oh, and so I like, don't care like what you think. <laughs> Luke doesn't give an f anymore. Yeah. Do Do you feel that he is doing that? Where he's like, "Hey, 
here's a bad adaption of Joker just because it'd be cool to see him kill somebody on television. Um, I, and this I is think, preference. Yeah, no, I, I think I think he was trying to, in reaction to how Force Awakens was taken, uh-huh. I think he goes, you know, I think we need to move on from the past. Fans didn't seem to like that. I want to tell new stories. I mean, he was signed on for many more movies. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. So he wants to tell new stories in the Star Wars universe. So I think there's an element of like, I don't really care. I'm going to tell my story. And yeah, I think that's there, but I don't think it's far as a Joker. I mean, because right, yeah, the yeah. end moments of Luke, re- I mean, still like the two sons. I mean, it's it's there. It's still like, yeah. hey, fans, remember this? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like completely like throwing the character out completely. So I don't yeah, know if Edge Lord would be a good description. Yeah. I I feel that like it it, it definitely feels like it's coming from a place of love and mm-hmm. storytelling at the end of the day. Um, and, and I do wonder how much is a reaction to Force Awakens because these movies came out so quickly. You know, this is only two years after Force well, he, Awakens. He, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's writing the movie while they're not finished yet. Right, so, so, but, you know, that doesn't mean that they're not on set and he's not, you know, making changes and whatnot, but there's still right. a movie like this, you gotta have it pretty much good to go by the time you right. start filming. Right, Um but that you do have a point. I think there is a reactionary element to that. Right. Yeah. And um, and going from JJ kind of big, you know, it JJ's I mean, storytelling. Yeah, I don't <laughs> right. think yeah. I don't think Disney's above changing things no matter how soon it's supposed to come out cuz they re- literally refilmed the whole movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, which so. we'll talk about next week. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good point, Jordan. <laughs> They got money, they'll spend it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is just crazy, like seeing that, you know, I, I think it was before the movie even came out, they're like, yeah, Ryan Johnson's gonna make his own trilogy. Right. Like yeah. we're yeah. signing him on. And seeing the behind the scenes, Kathleen Kennedy just being like, I, I can't believe that we got him to make this movie. This right. is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like, you know, whenever they're making new Star Wars announcements, people always ask about the Ryan Johnson trilogy. And it feels like both Ryan Johnson and Lucasfilm and Disney are like, yeah, uh, Ryan's busy. <laughs> He's busy right now. But I, I do remember like 30 minutes into Rise of Skywalker, I was like, oh, he's not making a trilogy. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. It was like, the oh, first... no, he's not, he's not coming back. We have yeah. to retcon the entire movie we just watched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So um, bad. Yes, so yeah, let's see. Wait, what do you think about Luke? I, as someone who d- has no knowledge beyond the movies and is my favorite character in the Star Wars universe, I think it's <laughs> easily the best, the best like character story in any of the new Star Wars movies. Um, and and I think I am a sucker for uh, uh, that storytelling device of like someone just being like, I've done it all. I can't help you. And then coming back so epically. I mean, having I nobody in their right mind is going to watch the last 20 minutes of this movie and be like, Luke sucks. You know what? You know, because yeah. that's incredible. That is like the most no, incredible thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. And I had I had tears like welling up. Watching yeah. It. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> this yeah, is I, epic. But yeah, 
Just but getting there is really hard. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, same. No prior knowledge. No prior. No other knowledge of Luke either. It's like, yeah, this is great. But now thinking about it and how we he went into like he saw a darkness within Kylo Ren that he that you know that was growing and growing and growing and he's given himself over to the dark side, and mm. it's like that that was you know he had he was torn between like do I just nip it in the bud now or not but then it's like if you go back to the originals the entire time he's like there's good in darth vader i feel it yeah so mm -hmm. it is kind of like he didn't feel any good in kylo ren like like you said the most optimistic person <laughs> so i i do get that that is kind of like hmm that just doesn't sound like luke to me yeah i mean he's willing to see it in darth vader who yeah went around killing jedi and innocents for years yeah yeah and yet here's this teenage kid who may be following the wrong path. And, and yeah, he hasn't you, even reached his full potential. Right. I, but you I do, do see he's disgusted with himself. We get that. We get yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. callback right. of like, I couldn't believe I went there. Yeah. I failed. And, but it's too late. It's yeah. been seen by Ben and it's too late. And I mean, that's an interesting topic, but, but it's, it still didn't feel like that was like, oh, and then you became a recluse, left everybody. And I mean, but again, we don't, there's so many things they didn't show us yeah. that would have added to that. Like, had we seen some of the students dead, maybe got a higher rating, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but it's just Luke and R2 stuff's burning down. You know, there's not yeah. that moment of like, oh, I could see why you'd be completely traumatized and want to yeah. just leave. Right. So. Well, I, I think... I think an overlooked element to the whole Luke discussion is how much pressure and 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 he does say shame in the movie, which I think is yeah. an interesting word that he uses. He just felt yeah. shame when he did that, which mm -hmm. I love. But um, I don't love shame, but I love no. that he <laughs> you love shame. It. Yeah. <laughs> but this idea that like his sister and his sister's husband were counting on him, and they're right. his family, right? And he he could not do it for them, and he almost killed their son. Yeah. He was like close to killing their yeah, son. Yeah, his nephew. His nephew. His blood. I mean, it's just. I I, I know that could push me over the edge. I you have know. Another question. <laughs> yeah. So the prequels were too much about how Jedi were trained and all that stuff, but we know that there they were, were all... too much about that. Not enough about constitutional rights. I needed yeah, more I about needed the more, tax I needed more tax tariffs. law. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> but um, that that was you know obvious. It was an accepted popular thing in the prequels, and then the Anakin stuff happens, and then by the time we get to the to the four through six, it's like Jedi are like myth. Yes. Kind of at that point. Mm -hmm. So with Luke opening, basically opening up a school, like, was that a huge risk? Because that's probably the first Jedi school to open and since the I guess. Anakin stuff. Yeah, I, I, I since Order 66. It's the yeah. first time Jedi. So I, but I, I can also I, understand that, like, that failing, mm -hmm. what, like, despite how it happened, you know. Like, he's the last Jedi and he failed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Can yeah, I guess, I guess, Mike? Well, <laughs> you almost had you almost had me, and then I came to my senses. <laughs> we're we're like we're, we know you can turn. Yeah, <laughs> we can there's turn light, you. There's good in him. I know it. <laughs> no, no, but the that 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 all that leads up, and I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. it's horrific. He's shamed. But what I know of Luke Skywalker, it wouldn't turn into hiding. Yeah, uh -huh. he would try to redeem himself. 
Yeah. That, that's what I would know of Luke of like, okay, he would seek after Ben, no matter what he chased him around the galaxy, trying to bring him back to the light, trying for forgiveness. But instead he shuts himself off from the force, goes to a hermitage and, and says, I'm done. I'll just right. cause more harm, mm-hmm. which I can also see. Yeah. And it yeah. makes sense in this plot, this context, it makes sense, but that's what I know of like with, Rise of Skywalker, some other movie, and you got Mandalorian and Boba Fett gave us a little bit of, of Luke again and stuff like that. So it's filling in now where at the time in 2017, December 15th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not there. So it's just yeah. like, oh no. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is not the Luke I know. And so. Well, and it, it does make me think of you know, like when you hear about pastors who've oh, been yeah. at churches for 20 years or whatever, and then they leave and then they completely leave the faith. Right. Um, like, I guess I like to look at the movie through that lens as well. Mm-hmm. That's just another way I kind of view it where it's like, <laughs> yeah. e- even the greatest of the, of these can fall. You oh know? yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you don't have much of a story like character arc if he's just like yeah. yeah i'm ready to go let's yeah. go you know yeah no no i'm yeah i've just been waiting here for you and uh <laughs> yeah. now that you're here ray you brought my lightsaber thank you yeah i just <laughs> needed I just that find one it. thing <laughs> i couldn't find it i didn't know where it was at and i was flying around the clouds for centuries <laughs> yeah. looking for that thing <laughs> yeah no that totally i mean it makes sense it was just i remember at the time being so shocked yeah, yeah. and the buildup of like the previous movie of ray walking up and seeing luke Totally. And then he just tosses this, you know, it just felt so like, and that's done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's I think subverting expectations for oh, sure. Oh, totally. And that, yeah. that's what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he does do my favorite subverting of expectations later in this movie, which we'll get into eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's go back to Kylo. Okay. Kylo is on his ship. He talks with Snoke, and Snoke, I love this. He's like, you're a child in a mask. Take that stupid thing off. Yeah. I love that. And then he goes into the elevator and destroys his mask. Snoke? I oh, love sorry. Kylo. It's yeah. such a good character. Kylo is the best Star Wars character. I'll say that. You, uh, you of, your, of all time? For me, even above Luke. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. No. Nice. Kylo, I, that, I love. That's an acceptable answer for sure. <laughs> No, I, I do think that Adam Driver throughout this trilogy, oh, like, maybe has the best performance out of anyone. Yep, even if his scar did move from here to here. Okay, I still okay. <laughs> still yeah, it. See, oh, yes. Ryan changed it because he thought it looked dumb. <laughs> but they'd Is already it, filmed it, some. Well, in Force Awakens, he gets slashed across his nose. Oh, yeah, I see. In Last Jedi, it's off to like the eye. He, he just thought it looked better that way and just changed it. It's kind of silly. Classic movie <laughs> magic. Yeah, he's creating porgs. He's moving scars. Yeah. He's just throwing everything out. <laughs> he really is. That's great. Well, and one one thing, and, and they didn't totally clear it up, but when we were watching the movie, Jordan, because you and I were talking about how when we saw this, we were much more in a phase of like, I'm anti-CGI, CGI stupid. And The Force Awakens is so great. And this movie has a ton more CGI. Mm -hmm. And I remember that feeling jarring after Mm -hmm. watching Force Awakens and even Rogue One. Yeah. Like, it felt jarring. I think they have more puppets, though. 
Well, what was interesting is they have a ton of puppets, and there were actually some shots I saw of like those horse things that even last night I was like, oh, that's CGI. And then I see this. They have puppets of those? Seven foot tall horse puppet. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's real. Oh, that makes them cooler. (laughs) Like when, like when Rose is looking at it. Yeah, it's real. In the stable, that's real. They still, they still should be in their own movie. How does it look like CGI though? Because it doesn't. I think, I think, I think they're dressing it up. They are. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's what I remember there. Oh, that's, that's weird crazy. because the behind the scenes footage, it was like that look that looks like a horse in front of me. Like Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But so there's stuff like that, and there there is a lot more CGI in this. But one thing that was mentioned in the 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 behind the scenes is they're talking and they're like, Ryan really likes to do things practically. He wants to mm-hmm. be on location. He wants to make everything as practical as possible. But there is a money factor to all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It would be great to shoot everything practically, but we can't afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Was the implication in this conversation that like the production manager or somebody was one of the producers was having money grows on trees for George though and Disney. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't get that. It's like, really? Spend another fifty million? That's that's gonna hurt you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it, but it is it's it's interesting, you know, because they got a there bonus were... for being under budget. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> but still two sixty two, I mean I, we're talking like it's a lot of money. And 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 as as great as one point three billion is, that's not fa- two sixty two is not factoring in the advertising cost oh, of no. this movie. Yeah. No. So it's it's just interesting. They made more than that though because of products they were able to make from this movie totally totally but um oh yeah anyway i i just wait, i found wait, that so interesting what's the cgi thing oh just that, that he didn't get to do as much as he wanted i, I think there was an implicate they didn't like specifically say it but there was an implication that like they were always trying to do practical but there were certain things that they're like getting ready to shoot and it's like this will cost so much money if we use an animatronic okay. if we mm-hmm. cg it it'll cost half as much money okay and you're you're making you know, scenes where there's like 200 characters in a shot. Like we right. have to <laughs> yeah, cut yeah. some costs here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, yes. So. It doesn't bother me today. It really doesn't. Because yeah, just those couple years ago, it's just, yeah, I would be so annoyed by stuff like that. But today it's like, I don't know. It looks good. <laughs> right. It holds up well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are certainly long. like designs in this movie that I'm not ultra fond of like what like the horse things okay when i did see the (laughs) practical actually canto grew on me this time i've always casino city yeah it would be a great setting for a finn and rose show it'd be a great (laughs) which is what we got (laughs) yeah Yeah. we got the pilot episode yeah if we took that 10 episodes it'd be great (laughs) yeah i i agree the the set i mean yeah, I think they could have gone more extravagant or something with it, or or been maybe a little more showy. More extravagant. I, I, it just was just clean. That's yeah. like all it looked like it w- to me. It looked not lived in Star Wars. It looked yeah, which it makes was sense because they're all, in space. Yes, like, and I like think that's rich what they're trying stuff. to do. Oh, totally, what they're yeah, trying to. do. I just do. think they could have personalized it. Yeah, a little bit more. But we're yeah. not even we're not even we're, there. We're, yet. we're not what even is? there. <laughs> so, um, let's see. The Empire. We're the <laughs> oh, okay, are we? We're back on the island. No, you can you can move on, but we're still... okay. Well, <laughs> we should point out that there are crazy like Brontosaurus nipple creatures that squirt green juice, 
I couldn't have described that worse than I just did. <laughs> that that might get you an explicit rating at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Do you remember? It. Do you remember though? Okay, because in this movie, Adam Driver is shirtless, and the internet went crazy. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And do you remember seeing memes with the the milk with him, <laughs> yes, like just yes. being so grossed out? <laughs> <laughs> Buff uh, Kylo with yeah. Milk. Awesome. Well, as you pointed out, if if there was gonna be a SpongeBob SquarePants live action movie, they would have to cast Adam Driver because he that. is a square. But yeah, he is a square. He's well, you said a, he's a square. He's a block. He he's yeah. he's just so he's just so square. He's yeah. very square. <laughs> you know, you know what is a very interesting thing about. See, you know, I love going to the theaters and seeing movies, and I love right. experiencing it with an audience. Mm. But there is something interesting. Like the first time I saw this, and he took his shirt off, there was like this like breath in the audience. Whereas, like, oh, okay, they're doing like a shirtless thing. This is interesting. Uh-huh. And then there's other jokes in the movie. You know, like when when Finn wakes up and it's squirting water everywhere, and he's running around, and everyone's yucking Finn it up. Naked suit. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's it is interesting sometimes. Like last night watching the movie, when he had his shirt off, it did not feel weird to me at all. When I wasn't experiencing it with an audience that's like laughing and like sighing and having all these. Di- when I was able to just be like, oh yeah, he's just in his chamber, like, and he doesn't have a shirt on. It like wasn't weird at all. And some of the yeah. humor that like drove me crazy the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, this either isn't really as funny as my audience thought it was funny. Or exactly. it is good. Yeah. And I, some of that is just like not watching it with an audience, mm-hmm. as fun as that is. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to be removed. I think for me, this is still kind of around the time when Marvel being so quippy was still annoying to me as well. Yeah. So like like you said earlier, like this movie, there just seemed to be some quippiness that now I don't care about. But at the time yeah. was like, don't be a Marvel movie. Be a Star <laughs> Wars movie. Right. And it's like, I think they were trying to be a Star Wars movie the whole time. Yeah. In that way. And after yeah. watching Knives Out and stuff, it's like, well, I mean, Ryan John- Johnson's a goofball. I-, I think that's, you hire him and he's going to be goofy. Yeah. You know, I don't know okay. how much that is Star Wars, or uh, a Marvel influence. No, I think Star Wars is always, there's always a goofy element to it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about Yoda, we first meet Yoda and he's mm-hmm. stealing oh, stuff best. and hitting Luke with a stick. Yeah, and- it's hilarious. He- he- I mean, even like shirtless things, you have Luke, you know, in the back to tank and a diaper and a mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely wasn't as square or ripped as Adam. So it's a little different, but there's weird things that happen. Yeah. I mean, the cantina scenes, it's like, what's yeah. going on? There's an el- blue elephant going on. Right. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, Max Rebo. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, another great quote from Luke is it's time for the Jedi to end. Mm-hmm. Okay, now now we're caught up on that. So you said this in the last episode. This island is a real old monastery mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, in Ireland. And, and in I, be- Ireland. I I I I believe that we don't know for sure, but it's believed to be like a Christian monastery at the time. Maybe you know for sure mm-hmm. if that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a Christian tradition there. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's awesome. It, and it, we have frog monks, so, so it's cool. Yeah, there's frog, frog monks frog in this. Nun. Yeah, frog nuns. I should clarify. Frog nuns. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. 
who were incredibly hilarious to me this time. I don't know why I missed just the physical humor, which is the look. (laughs) (laughs) They're so annoyed with Ray. Yeah, we were were laughing so hard last night at the scene where she cuts off the the top of the rock and it and it hits him, and they just look up at her. It just totally takes out their wheelbarrow full of stuff that they're trying to get around. Probably from repairing the the gunshot. Yeah, yeah, blaster shot. And they're just like, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's so great. Um, But so the alliance. We got green milk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. We're off the island. We're going back to to the resistance. resistance. The resistance. The resistance jumps to light speed. And they then they get out of it, and they realize that the Empire is able to track them through light speed, which should be impossible. Now, there is a scene where they explain why it's not possible. I've never been able to totally uh, understand what they're saying, but I just go with it. <laughs> I just Do you like, know where they first okay. mentioned this type of technology, though? No. Rogue One. Oh. Oh, okay. Where, they, where they're going through and finding the... The Death Star plans. There's the hyperspace tracking, is mentioned. Oh, so it's not from just anywhere. Ryan didn't. Wow. Make it okay. Up. Yeah, we're definitely cool. going to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't write it down while you no. were watching it. No, uh, not this. I'm going to need this later because that's important. <laughs> um, but yeah, it always goes over my head. But I'm like, I get it. You know, mm. I understand what's happening. Yeah. So yeah. now they're running low on fuel, and we're going to have what many have jokingly dubbed as like the slowest, like fight and like this slow drive through space which i think is rather clever kind of turning it on its head but i do understand that it's like yeah i guess it's not exciting for a plane to like or a ship to run out of gas and then just be killed yeah because they're just out of range of the the bullets the the lasers <laughs> the lasers yeah but i think i like this what, how do we feel about this? How how's the water right now with everybody? Oh, I'm fine with all of this. If if I turn off my science brain, yeah, which uh-huh. I should be off in Star Wars. I have to mm-hmm. always remind me that because um, the idea that like two different ship manufacturers were like, hey, the top <laughs> speed of our ship should be this, <laughs> no faster, <laughs> and like <laughs> that that doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, you can't think about that, Mike. No, Come you on. can't. No, Come on. so as a I'm tension... cutting that. No, yeah, exactly. I'm just you should. You should totally cut that. Uh, <laughs> but as a tension builder, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're right there. They're coming at you. You can't get away. Mm-hmm. Now you got to think on your feet. It's that's awesome. But yeah, the the rational part of my brain is like, really? Like they both go the same speed, so that yeah. they can't catch up with each other or fall right. back. Or is this a another? So is in this part, Poe again is like action, action, action. We got to do something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that is a good like he is expressing how we're feeling. Like let's do something. Yeah. But there is nothing to be done. And then this is coupled with this is when Finn wakes up. Yep. Around mm-hmm. that time, mm-hmm. and also around this time, that's when Finn is learning what's happening and is like, okay, I'm out. I gotta go <laughs> right, find right. Ray. He's like, I gotta desert again. Yeah. <laughs> like I gotta get out of here. <laughs> That's yeah. his thing. He just like yeah. He deserts people. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when he meets Rose, mm-hmm. who realizes he's deserting. Yeah. And she stops him, and she's like, "My sister died yesterday or today or whatever, and you're just gonna desert." I think it's fun that he's like a celebrity. Yeah. Right. 
um, amongst them and she's like starstruck right by it i i just think that's a nice touch it's a great touch but but then again like we we do learn a lot about her quickly where she's like starstruck but she was just mourning she goes through a lot of emotions and then she's Mm -hmm. like okay now i have to detain you yeah because you're a terrible celebrity yeah (laughs) uh meanwhile kylo launches a ship and he has a great moment where he is about to shoot down his own mother and he has a moment of humanity where he does not do it but then the tie fighters next to him fire upon the bridge Mm mm-hmm and then it explodes. And and if you've seen any movie at all, you're like, well, that can't be her death because it wasn't epic enough. This is one of the biggest ki- characters in film history. But it's but you're totally also, okay for Admiral Akbar to die that way. Yeah, right? He's just uh, like a <laughs> well, throwaway I mean, line. He, Admiral Akbar and Princess Leia are not totally Same. equal. Same. <laughs> it is kind of a bummer, though. It is like a throwaway line for him. What does he say? Well, this happens, and then later on, they're like talking about it, and they're like, Admiral Akbar, blah, 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 this oh. person. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. this person, it's like, oh, he died? He you know what, though? He this is in the in tradition. The to yeah. Mix, <laughs> to make This Star is Trek in, in the tradition of George Lucas not giving Chewbacca a medal in Star Wars 1. Oh, so yeah. this yeah. is good. <laughs> the, 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 Ryan Johnson is like, I'm going to learn from the master. <laughs> Wow. Talk We're about gonna get writing a fan trilogy. theory. Yeah, there'll be another trilogy and there'll be an Akbar statue somewhere. Right. It'll, yeah. It'll make it all better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um what was so when when it explodes, Leia comes out and and then it cuts away. And so you're mm-hmm. like, okay, they're gonna cut back to that. But if we're sitting there in the theater, tragically Carrie Fisher has passed on. Yeah. It was At a this moment. point. And we're like, I, I'm I'm kind of like, okay. Even though I know better as a movie watcher, it's like, I guess that's it with her. I guess they'll recover the body or something like that because that was how they decided to write her out. And then it cuts to her. She has like, she's starting to like freeze in space and she twitches. And then she flies using the power of the force into the ship Mm -hmm. and for some reason that much like luke skywalker i pulled out my lightsaber in anger and i wish i hadn't and i only feel shame (laughs) just like luke because this is a freaking great moment in the series Mm -hmm. this is a wonderful beautiful poetic moment and and when i first saw it i was just like they never set up that she has first powers <laughs> and this doesn't make any sense and yada, yada, yada. And and I'm like, she, they, she, she should have just died because she died in real life and stuff. And now I'm sitting there watching it now and I'm like, this is gorgeous. I'm almost crying. This is amazing. <laughs> And you uh-huh. could hear the Harry Potter soundtrack, soundtrack playing <laughs> as she floated. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so in my head it was, oh, they're finally showing Leia with the force. <laughs> <laughs> But the exact also, opposite of the my... exact opposite of like, just let her go. That would have been like for Kylo, that would have been like he, he killed his father. But then there's a moment of hesitation. But then what he's created kills his mother. Yeah, that would have been like as far as like Kylo falling apart, becoming a loose cannon. I don't know. It would have been epic. 
But what's funny is like <laughs> we we do say that you know oh, especially because yeah, yeah. she she passed, but yeah. they'd already shot scenes for Rise of oh, Skywalker, yeah. so it was yeah. like there was because I I remember oh, thinking that like she had they finished just, everything for that movie and yeah, and it's like yeah they're 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 about to turn in this movie like to yeah. theaters. <laughs> There's no <laughs> changing this sequence, Micah, and it's also one of the better sequences in the series. It's awesome, and I love it. And I, it still I looks so reprimand corny, myself. <laughs> it didn't to me this time. I've always thought that it looked a little corny, but this time I was like totally caught up in it. Anyway, nice. What do you think, it's, Jordan? It's not. It's not just. Well, I'll let Jordan speak. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I I remember feeling the exact same way the first time I saw it, where I was like, whatever. Of course she can do the force. She's Luke's brother. Yeah. This is or so sister. lame. Or sister. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and just like saying, like, you know, she's, a, it's just like the Marvel effect. It's like, of course she's not going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but no, now no one's watching... ever truly gone. True. But watching it this time, Ugh. I'm like, I like it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's Simple. not just the, it's not just the force ability to fly. Right. It's also to protect yourself from the vacuum of space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, it's like, she protected herself from like, yeah, it's the again. It's the science rational. She can't do that, but yeah, it's yeah. space wizards. Of course, she can do that. So. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, I mean, Star Lord made it out in space for a while. He's a god. He is yeah. half god. Okay, he's, a he's half god. celestial. Any part of God in you, I think you can do a little bit okay for a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, give us Guardians three already. I know. Come on. They finished Come on. filming. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh yeah, it's next year, huh? Yeah, I Dang. think so. We might have to do a, a week-long celebration and just rewatch. And I'm talking about on the podcast. Sure. Just just yeah. redoing episodes for yeah. Guardians. <laughs> I, I guess this moment would have been made better for me if like we had would have had Poe or Finn just freak out freak out even more about what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. like, oh wow, she's back, and then move on because the, yeah. the pacing's so fast. It would have been interesting to see like Poe or Finn just be like mind blown. Like she, she can do it too. I mean, do we yeah. need Luke? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. Especially. I, I, yeah. I mean, she full on did the force thing, but like in the yeah. next movie with Finn the whole time, like being too afraid to say that he's force sensitive. <laughs> yeah. I right. just like, it would have been helpful <laughs> to have any kind of context for that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Instead yeah, of them I never see, yeah. actually committing to it. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to hear what you guys say about the scene where he's they're sinking into the sand and yeah. Ray, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. Well, and and one thing I want to point out that Mike, you won't be privy to yet. Uh, but in our episode on Force Awakens, Cutter Calloway talked about how the the music in the series there's the Han and the Leia theme that's mm-hmm. played throughout and and I I believe he said when Han dies it plays and then there's a scene later in Force Awakens where it plays with Rey when Rey comes back after he's died mm-hmm. that's right yeah and he was hypothesizing and he was like I'm kind of shooting from the hip here but this idea that like maybe John Williams and the creators are trying to tell us like this series is actually more about these these women than it was the men that we thought. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching this sequence with Leia and then it's playing that theme again as she's flying, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I think this is proving his theory that like mm-hmm. yes, this movie's about Luke, but in a way it's kind of really about Leia." 
Right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. No. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there was even discussion at the time of like, okay, Force Awakens is Harrison's movie. Yeah. yeah. The next one's going to be Carrie's, you know, and the, or or Mark actually. And then yeah. the next one would be Carrie's. And they had to do a flip-flop because of Carrie's yeah. passing. And so... I know, it's but, such a bummer because I... Uh, it would have... I mean, JJ's hands are tied. As 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 good or bad as things you can say about Rise of Skywalker, there's only so much he could do. He had with... to spend an hour retconning the previous movie. So, yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't have to. <laughs> oh, he uh, had to. No. <laughs> no. He's like, no, I really liked Snoke. He had a lot of potential. We got to explain that. His pajamas were amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, I lost my notes here. Okay, here we go. Uh, so now we're back at the pork barbecue. Yeah, with Chewie. <laughs> Such which a great moment. It's <laughs> so great. Just pointing that out. And they look delicious. They do look good. They look, they look like cartoon chicken. They know? do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it was like They're so perfect. Yeah. And then like there's for... this great moment that's like the epitome of perfect fan service, where it doesn't go into too much fan service, but it's still giving you what you want is when Luke goes into the Falcon and he's looking around and then he's like, I can't do this. I can't help. And then R2 wakes up and plays the Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> so Luke good. even looks at him and says, that's a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. That's a cheap shot. It's that's such a great so line. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's, that's certainly like, Ryan, like you can tell, someone loves the series if they're writing a scene like that. Oh, yeah. Few well, can it, write it, was, that it, it was him. He actually changed the script. It was going to be BB-8 going oh. to the island, and he wanted R2. Yeah, wanted that, that's right. That yeah. yeah, I think we actually mentioned that in the previous episode. Okay. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm texting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so around this time ish, Ray and Kylo start talking to one another force wise. Yes, and they're they're having this bridge of minds. Yeah. I mean, Mike, Bridge of Minds, are we yay or nay on Bridge of Minds? Uh-oh. Um, yay. Okay. okay. I like it. The cool. Force is so mystical. Uh, anytime they make the Force more mystical, I'm on board. So, yeah. so do we do we think it's th- they're they're so connected with each other because of their conflict? Or if it's more of a like, and I'm not Uh-oh, just sounds I, like someone doesn't remember the reasoning. Someone hasn't know. watched the next movie. What, why is it? <laughs> well, oh, do they explain it more in the next movie? I don't uh, remember. Do they that. explain yeah. it in this movie? And I just well, forget? Snoke really. says that he bridges he bridged oh, their minds. That's, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. He does say so that. So okay. then we find out more in Rise of that's Skywalker right. of like, yeah, because he even says the dark rises and the light. Yeah, because he he says like I was basically breaking Kylo down so that this moment can happen. And he's basically like, I realized that you are more powerful and yeah. I need to right, turn right, right. you. That's right. Because there can only be two, yeah. as we know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like how these I'm scenes are you shot. A book. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Bane, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you better read it. Yeah. If it's Give on if comics. it's on the Marvel app, I can I can read it. Yeah. Yeah, the comics. Yeah, I'll send you the ones you need to read. That's wow. okay. homework. <laughs> okay. Hey, I love people me some read Marvel. it that way. <laughs> I'm 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 almost done with the Amazing Spider-Man, folks. I got like 90 issues left, and I've read all wow. 900 
plus amazing Spider-Mans. I'm so close. His eyes are about to fall out of his head. So <laughs> close. What a ride. Anyway. Anyway. By the time you're hearing this episode, I've read them all. Wow. And my life is better because of it. Hmm. Great. <laughs> But yeah, so, so then you ask me why I'm so into Star Wars <laughs> yeah. and you've read 900 plus <laughs> yeah. comics of, of Spider-Man. Well, okay. and it's actually it's actually well over a thousand because I mostly, I read a lot of, uh, yeah, it, we don't have to get into it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is funny because, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about Luke, I was trying to think of an equivalent for Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Like if they betrayed his character to me. Yeah. But I did think of an example that they did that I loved and that was in... Uh, Spider-Verse, when Jake yeah. Johnson's Spider-Man is like, no, I've given up. I've been divorced. Like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is great. This is such a great, <laughs> like, this is the best. This is the best. And then when, because, you know, you know he's going to come around mm-hmm. eventually. Right. And, of course, they make arguably the best movie of that decade. Mm. Spider-Verse. Sure. Up there, at least. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about Star Wars. We're We're so far into this. Oh, man, it's so good. Okay, um, so Kylo and Ren are are ha- Ray. Ray, yeah. <laughs> they're having this bridge of minds. They have one that ends in a, a blaster being fired. Yeah, they have. I'm just kind of hitting their story here, and then they have one later where he can like feel the rain and stuff. And yeah, and I just water. love yeah the practicality of how they decided to shoot this where. They are in their own environments. There's not like a CG element bridging them. They're just looking at each other. And it was so much more effective than the thousand other ways that another director would have done this. Yeah, like a weird hologram thing or yeah. or something like or in a mind castle type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Having them was... just looking. Well, like, there's that part <sighs> too when when Kyla's like, Do you see my can you see my surroundings? Yeah, I was gonna say I can't yeah. see yours. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's almost he's suddenly like she's seeing within these walls. Yeah. It's he's a really yeah. It was a really subtle way to like let the fans know what they're seeing. Like they see yeah. each other, but yeah. they're not necessarily seeing everything else. Yeah, it's great. That was but really neat. Then you see that moment where Kylo looks up when he sees Luke walk out, so yes. he can like see him mm-hmm. as well. And then Luke's like, "What is that?" Mm-hmm. But he sees yeah. it too, and then that's when he <laughs> pulls down the the hut. Yep. And oh, okay. Because Ray and Ray and Kylo had this like connection, and they're both trying to seduce each other to yeah. the other side. <laughs> yeah, and it's so it, good. Him, the other side we're of their working a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm using. They say seduce to the dark side. No, I'm, I'm using just, terminology. It's a joke because he's shirtless in one scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but all of that, no matter how many times, first, second, third, or fourth. I'm like, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's one thing I really did enjoy about the new trilogy was the new y- uses of the force that they use, where mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it was completely out of left field or random stuff, but kind of just like the mind probing and the lightning just seemed more intense and mm-hmm. scarier when Snoke right. uses it in the movie. And then this mm-hmm. this connection in their minds, very cool. Yeah. Um, although since I, I was talking in Force Awakens about how I, I like to view the mind probe as a new thing, and then now there's now shows that have come out where they've used the mind probing a long time ago. Yeah, and it's that not a new. Bums out my theory <laughs> that I have that you'll hear about in Force Awakens <laughs> and rip out your hair over. I kind of feel like I 
should have got a special patron tier and just gotten all the episodes out early <laughs> yeah. as soon as they're done and like make some notes. You could do some corrections. And then... <laughs> I haven't even edited that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Patreon. Really? No. But we have one. It's in the episode notes and there's a lot of great stuff. Join our Star Wars celebration over there. So let's talk about Holdo. Who? Who is Laura Dern? Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so can I just say about Please. her? Uh, first time I saw it, uh, probably like up there on a character I hate most in the series. Yeah. I hated everything she did. Did not. I, I still am not quite convinced about Laura Dern's casting. Um, mm. I think she does a really good job, but she always does a good job. It's Laura Dern. I'm, She's a pro. I just don't know if it's the best casting. I don't have a better idea. Her design is just one of the most boring, stupidest designs of a character. Design is not great. I'm it's with you on that. so bad. It's a great Hunger Games character. It seriously is. It You're seriously right. Yeah, is. It and has I think that's probably why it sucks more, because it, it feels like I've seen like it. Mm -hmm. So that sucks. And then, that being said, this second time around, <laughs> what she does like oh. makes sense to me now. The hold on maneuver is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's it epic. wouldn't the, the beginning or the, the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't care what she's doing. Just kill her already. I, but this time I didn't feel that way. However, had she like told Poe, uh -huh. Hey, I'm going to do this thing. Probably Finn and Rose don't have to leave. Yeah. They can all just wait. She does. I mean, there's a plot hole there, <laughs> but yeah, See, that, that's still I don't agree with that though. <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll tell you why. If you were a like acting general in an army and you have someone who is famously like does their own thing, mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell him that plan either. Plus that her plan was never to do the holdo maneuver until the end after everyone leaves. Right. It's I mean you're you're willing to give up your life. So it's not something like, "Hey, by the way, if this happens, I'm going to do this." It's in yeah. the moment. It's like, yeah. "Oh, they're shooting down our getaway." I need to do something. And she acts as a leader. And yeah, I think Poe had to himself just calm down. Yeah. The whole and that's that was his whole thing, this movie. So when, he he's just asking her constantly what's going on, and it feels like he's in the dark. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but yeah. They're, they're, he doesn't have control. Yeah. And so he's right. just grasping at it and trying to push. Yeah. Plus um, having a mutiny is kind of a fun thing. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. never been in yeah. Star Wars. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's clever. Every yeah. time that happens, I'm like, oh yeah, ships are just pirates in space. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's watch Clone Wars. There's tons of pirates. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It's uh, that that stuff is so cool. Um, yeah. No. Um. But yeah, I I think could she have told him? But but then I wonder if she did tell him, and we're pretending that this isn't a written movie. If she did tell him. Oh, he's oh, he's doing that, or he would probably yeah. still mutiny because he'd probably. be like, "No, we have this other idea." Yeah, and and also we're gonna jump into light speed again, you know. So it's it's definitely a character within the tradition of George, of strong female character. Yeah, like from the very beginning. Yeah, Leia, and that's actually from you know your Hidden Fortress episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a strong princess character here. Um. And it's in, uh, another character in line of that tradition. I just don't think she, until that moment, doesn't fit that role very well. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's Leia's best friend. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I wonder. If, and like, she's maybe... the more comforting one and Leia's the more brash one, you know, it, like yeah. feels sitcom almost until that moment. And you're like, oh, she's an incredible leader. And she that's... has a history that they mention, you know? Right. That's why I wonder if like just casting someone else would be different. Mm hmm. And again, I, I love Laura Dern. Yeah, of course. Of course. You're <laughs> welcome on the show anytime, Laura. We know you're a longtime listener. Um, <laughs> wow. But ever I, since Fast and Furious, she's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In. She's a big. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just think that um, watching it again, it, her character, because I think the first time I was very much like, what is this? But but I do I do like how he's, he is tricking you, the being Ryan. That you're you're thinking of all the movies you've seen where it's like oh, yeah. the general would only let this happen, and then you mm -hmm. find out it's like it's another subverting expectations. You're like, yeah, the hotshot guy was wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, the no. guy that's always right, and you know he's this kind of parallel. No, 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 that's something else. Never mind, forget it. Cut that, Micah. <laughs> but it, it's just I I I this that whole story really works for me. Yeah. Well, e e even the moment where her, her and Leia share that moment of like, we like Poe, but he needs to learn some things. You know? Yeah. He gets knocked mm -hmm. out, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and he's having to learn what real leadership is from these two different women, which is yeah. a pretty cool story story plot. But yeah. um, um, and outside of expectations, especially given the political climate at the time it was very right. <laughs> let's not forget that mm -hmm. um i remember seeing message boards when they're like jen urso how could a girl be in the army and stuff like that and i'm like are you serious <laughs> like what the amount we... of yeah <laughs> the amount of times the word the phrase identity politics attached yeah. to star wars <laughs> since that movie is crazy um but <laughs> But uh not to rehash that dark dark no, time. No. <laughs> there's no, a but girl in my Star girl. Wars movie. <laughs> if you look back, there's always real there's girls in your Star Wars movie. <laughs> always. <laughs> so um, crazy. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I I just there's something about now and and even how she comes in, she tries to be stern with Poe. Yeah. And you don't really buy it. At least that's the way I was. And Poe doesn't buy it. He's like, well, I'll get around you eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if it was just the purple hair. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that alone. I do wonder if, everything. if, if it her was design just, was different, if people, if it'd just be like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, a little, yeah. A little more general, work. a little less senator. I mean, she's yeah. more like a senator yeah, than a general. Right. It, yeah, it reminds me a little more of some of the designs in the the prequel movies, right. which maybe they're going for um, to kind of. Or tie did she the just leave Canto and you know she was gambling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had to buy some weapons and <laughs> you know, I don't know. So meanwhile, Finn and Rose meet with Poe and they say, "We have this whole plan. We need to find a master code breaker," which always Wait, cracks so me up that need, they use that phrase. They need to break into the bad guy's ship to yeah. disarm their tracking thing, uh -huh. so that they can then jump into hyperspace and then they will lose them. That's the plan. That's the plan. Okay, but they Don't have to go to odds. this place. Yeah, call, yeah, they call. They have to go to this place called Cantobite. Well, who uh -huh. tells them to go? None other than my favorite character in Star Wars, Maz Kanata. Yep. 
as she's actually... shooting someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was always so funny to me because I'm like, what? Who's got the camera? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a but, it was a toddler and they, yeah. <laughs> they were just running around. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this universe certainly has flying droids, so certainly plausible that yeah, she's got true. one. Yeah. But uh anyway, I, I did think that there was a subtle joke at the prequels in this that I've never noticed, where she okay. says, um, they're like, What are what is going on? And she goes, it's a trade dispute you don't want to know. It's a union yeah. thing. Union it's a, dispute. It's a union dispute, yeah. And so I do think that's Ryan being like, remember how bored we were with all of that stuff? Like, what if yep. I say this is a union dispute? We don't want to hear about that crap anymore. And then they do another funny thing where she's talking about the yellow thing, that the, the, the red flower that they're the supposed bloom? to find. Yeah, yeah. And it just pops up <laughs> into the hologram. And it's like, she had, who did that? What? I don't understand that technology. <laughs> Her droid is incredibly, it really, incredibly well adapted. Really He's wonderful. Because it is like, yeah, I get that you need to show us a visual so that we know what we're looking for, I guess, but how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a keyword. It's a Google thing. You just say <laughs> yeah. it and it pops up. She uses right. it a lot. Right. <laughs> but then our two other characters go to Canto Bite. Mm-hmm. And this was where with BB-8, yeah. This was where yeah. until last night I was like, this part of the movie cut, and I don't like at all. Pretty much, I don't feel that way anymore. We'll get into it. So they get there, they go to the casino. We have this nice sweeping shot. It is kind of fun. I, I yes, the style is different, and it's taken me a while to adjust to that. But for again. It's like every time I watch this movie, I like it more. So mm-hmm. when I was watching it this time, I was like, oh, I love this aesthetic. This is cool. It's different. And it's not like a rusty old bar because that seems to be the only place where we can show that many aliens. It's, it's a nice contrast. Yeah. Yeah. And they are trying to show this like upper class that we've mm-hmm. never seen outside they're, they're of people living, that frolic and They're living on top of like child, child slaves. Right. Yeah. Basically. And they yeah. sell weapons to both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 They're the scum and villainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad. And, and so Leonardo oh, yeah. DiCaprio walks down the stairs and he holds yes. out a champagne glass as you oh, walk yes. into the. That's where that gift is from. It's from this movie. And it's not from this Gatsby. movie. Yeah. It's you... little known fact. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, Wait, I thought you were going to say, movie? yeah, like, because maybe we missed a cameo. And I'm like, okay, he would have been an alien. And I'm like, but that really doesn't seem like something Leo would do. I'm I'm going through all of that until you say lifts up his glass, and I'm like, oh okay, he's making a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Actually, uh, Carrie Fisher's French bulldog is a cameo in this scene. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. How? Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's just a French bulldog. It's a pet of one of the aliens. Oh, and, nice. Oh, that's cool. That's her that's dog. So cool. Yeah, that's I love that. Neat. Yeah. Well, and I know I saw. But I, I think it might be a cut scene, but Warwick Davis is in like mm-hmm. a spa. Is there a spa shot in this movie? Not that I remember. I can't remember if they cut the scene that he's in, but he's or if they pan it. Okay, because there's a spot there's a there's a shot where, you know, it's like the roof is crumbling because the horses are running by and yeah. and Warwick Davis is walking by in an alien suit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weird looking alien too. It's cool, mm. and people yeah. are getting massages behind him. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> but uh, and they probably threw him in. I don't know another costume as well. And then there's another weird cameo within 
the universe because there's this drunk CG little creature that's like two feet yeah. high, and he starts yeah. putting coins in BB-8. Right. And, yeah. And that's none other than Mark Hamill. Yeah. That, so that counts as a cameo. Well, I think so. I mean it's yeah. it's a little like hey, it's here's an Easter this voice actor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's actually a better depiction of Luke, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that's the Luke wow. I was hoping. Drunk, okay. End, gambling away in Zoom meeting now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. um yeah, so all this is crazy and Finn is just like, you know what? This rules. And then the camera pans, they find none other than the co-writer on Iron Man 2, Justin Thoreau. He does a lot of writing. Yeah, I oh, just okay. wanted to point that out for fun. Okay. <laughs> he also wrote Tropic Thunder. Um Wow. With Ben Stiller. Uh and so he's there. And I remember being so like confused in the theater <laughs> yeah and he says like a couple of lines and then he's never in the movie again so, nope. <laughs> well how do we feel about that so i okay so it's so lame first time i saw it i was like this is just terrible writing all of this i don't understand what's going on it did absolutely nothing this oh, time I meant around specifically justin yeah but he is in okay, all of okay. that too but but <laughs> It's why okay, he can be if there. you just it want to talk about him, to. we can just talk about him. But I just don't understand. But I just don't get that. Yeah, is that not who they were looking for? No. What's well, expectations, right? Were they looking for Benicio the whole time? Uh, uh, no, what are you I think they were. About? Uh, no, I was just saying like the use of him as an actor in the scene. Oh, I think it's fine. I just, I just thought it was like it, jarring and kind of takes it, me out of the movie. It, it every is. Time, I was going through all the cameos, and it was surprising how many of just Ryan's friends are in this movie. <laughs> okay, and like act, uh, directors from other movies and stuff like that. But and then you have Prince William and Prince Harry as stormtroopers. What? Yeah, it, it's a scene that's cut, but they were stormtroopers. So Man, like if, you, if anyone wants to be in this movie, just ask. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it was just like, hey, here, here's these guys. You know, yeah. I mean, it I was... imagine having royal princes in a movie oh, yeah. is just more trouble than it's worth. Oh, probably. Yeah, that was probably a, such an annoying day. Yeah, be just because of all of the the hoops that they probably had to jump through. Probably. But I yeah. I do kind of like the Justin thing. It, it is just no, a little I... jarring. It's always a little like, oh yeah, weird. Well, it takes you out of the world a little bit, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's like, oh, that's guys from my that's world, from my life. <laughs> that's that's weird, and not in the context of an actor. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, so what were you so saying? Story wise, I don't get it. <laughs> is that not who they were looking for? So they were looking for Justin. Okay. In doing so, they get arrested and put in a cell, and they happen to come across Benicio del Toro, who happens to be another code breaker. Yes. Just not the one they were looking for? Yes. Okay. This isn't the code breaker you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did hear a really interesting explanation of him, like once again in the behind the scenes, where they said that they kind of wanted to set him up like he's another Han Solo. Not in like the suave way, but he's this, you know, smuggler with a heart of gold. He's on right. no one's team. Mm. Yeah, and, and then... <laughs> and then you know, like you have that great scene where he he takes the the smelt that you thought he took from her, the Haitian smelt or whatever, mm -hmm. and then he puts it in there, and you're like, oh, he's like a good guy, and right. then he sells him out. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like the opposite of Han Solo, who mm-hmm. goes through all this stuff, and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to help you guys. Then he shows up, saves the day. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, no, I truly am only in this for the money. Right. Mm-hmm. And he proves that point further, which is like, it do- like, don't serve anybody, and you're free. And yeah. it's, in- it's interesting that he tells that to Finn, who <laughs> yeah. in the last movie was going through all that. Yeah. And then kind of like kind of in this movie like he's kind of the same sort of where like all he cares about is Ray probably more than he cares about whatever the resistance is doing. Yeah. So if he has to go find her and that means leaving, he'll do it. And then this guy tells him, "Don't even be a part of it. Don't even yeah. care about anything." And then I do think that it's interesting later on in the movie when on that salt planet, he is the only one driving toward the thing. Yeah. Like he's going to sacrifice himself and then someone prevents him from doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a lot of interesting stuff going on in this movie. Finn's cool. Yeah. Finn's cool and then he doesn't do anything in the next one. Nope. <laughs> Not a thing. So uh, apparently Joaquin Phoenix was initially offered the role of DJ. Hmm. Who, who, oh, is that the name of... Uh, DJ is this character. It, of Benicio? It, yeah. And oh, okay. It, it's literally on his hat in the Star Wars language. Oh, <laughs> says, okay. says, don't join, which is what DJ stands for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I brought the character down a notch for you at this point. <laughs> it's like, oh, your name's just don't join. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> yeah. Great but job. apparently, yeah, Mr. Hmm. Phoenix was offered this role first. That would have no? been interesting. But yeah. Then, I, and Del I, Toro was supposed to be Darth Maul. So, yeah. So he finally gets to be in Star Wars. He finally gets, to be, yeah. Finally, Good for he him. Offered two different movies. Yeah. Benicio is just a little zany, and it just doesn't totally work for me. Yeah. But I think the character and and what he's in the movie to do, and and like you kind of pointed out, which I didn't even realize, like he's showing Finn, who still doesn't really know what he's doing, like, hey, you were a bad guy, then you're an all good guy. It's actually not black and white. I think that's important for his character to understand. Well, it's interesting, too, because when he's trying to escape and Rose finds him, she tells him who he is. Yeah. You're the great Finn. Yeah. And then we kind of get to this moment. We do get to this moment. And someone tells him, like, reminds him, maybe this is who you are. And then later in the movie, like I said earlier, it's almost like he is then he he thinks like this is my ultimate test. And then someone tells him, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it's interesting. I, I I can't I can't even say anything much more than it's interesting because I'm not quite sure Th- this whole part of the movie too. I just still don't really know how I feel about it because it, they don't do anything. I don't even think that yeah. they really grow that much if it's if it's supposed to be like a development thing, you know. Well, no, it's just I, a little side adventure. That's what it feels like. Yeah, and it just I, it feels yeah. like, and I know Finn is even it's, further forgotten, but it is like, yeah, he is really important and still an interesting character, but we kind of just like the the Ray stuff took up so much. Yeah, and I I have thought that until last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I I do think that it that it sets this this tone. And it kind of sets up potentials for characters and, and just this idea. Because the, the Star Wars universe has always been very black and white. And this is like, maybe it 
maybe we can explore some some of the outskirts a little bit, like like Rogue One does. Rogue One does a but little what bit I of that exploring. Feel, but what I feel about this Finn stuff, if that's what they're doing, it feels like they're not even saying anything. That's how it feels to me. Okay. Like I know, yeah. I know that Benicio's character brings up like no one's really perfect. Yeah. Because the good guys are also buying guns legally or buying weapons illegally. I, I get that gray area stuff, but in terms of like Finn stuff or Rose stuff, it's just like, and they're here to do nothing. That's how it feels. To me. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's interesting because they have they have this whole thing going on, and it's tough because we know Rise of Skywalker. We know who Ray mm-hmm. is. Yeah, eventually. But Ryan is saying, you could be a nobody and be great. Yeah. Right. And so then he uses these nobody characters like Rose mm-hmm. or Rose's sister, you know, characters that would just be in the background getting blown yeah. up. He focuses in on those characters. Yeah. And, and Finn is like, hey, remember those faceless stormtroopers? We're going to make one come alive to you. You know, he's that character. Oh, man. Yeah. So there's all these characters coming into the story that are nothing. They're not Skywalkers. Yeah. They're not Obi-Wan Kenobis. That, that's what I've always appreciated about Ryan's work here. Dang, is, that's really good. I hadn't thought but, of it like that. But it all kind of gets smashed yeah. <laughs> in the next movie. But yeah. it's kind of yeah. as a standalone, you're like, oh, yeah. No, he's because even. The Canto kids, you know, that use mm-hmm. the force with the broom and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're nobodies, yeah. but they've been given this hope. The kid uses a force to grab the broom. Yeah. And so it's this thing like you don't have to be somebody to be important. And he's using all these side characters, but it doesn't, the Canto, but that storyline doesn't seem to work because it doesn't move Finn any, anymore, really. He's still just obsessed with Ray. Um, yeah. yeah. Even I, though I read, there's a budding romance between him and Rose or something, you know, like there's kind of kind of I see what you did but there. Like that, but it feels budding. Rose. Uh, yeah. I just remember <laughs> like not long after the movie came out, we were talking with people about it. And this one guy, if you remember, was saying like, yeah, but what they're doing is like they're saying like you don't have to do anything. They're yeah. like doing this like in the Star Wars thing, like you don't have to do anything, and it's like, no, you have to do something. It's a major blockbuster. You can't just <laughs> do nothing. It's, it's like Star Wars is not the franchise that's going to take a stand to like bring a movie to a screeching halt because it's interesting to do that. They're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, they, the, they yeah. missed their mark. I, right. I remember that. That was like that makes no sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does work for me now though. But, that's good. I I don't. Uh, but it, I, it doesn't this, upset me like it used to. Yeah, for sure. But but. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It does You're making me one like the... this movie, and I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I what's interesting about what you said about the nobodies, um, right. and coupling this with, and not to get confused with Bob Odenkirk, nobody, but uh, the nobodies in the franchise. It's it's interesting to me that, of course, I'm making vast uh, uh, generalizations about the fan base of Star Wars, but when in Episode One they made midi chlorians part of how you become a Jedi. Right. Everyone who was a Star Wars fan was like, that sucks. I thought anyone could be a Jedi. That was the fun of it. It could be mm-hmm. a nobody. Mm-hmm. Right. And then Ryan Johnson spends this whole movie saying, it can be you. At the end of the movie, they're playing yeah. with toys. Yeah. They are literally us, yeah. the kids mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, it can be any of you. Kylo says, your parents were nothing. They were junkers. They didn't do anything. They're not important. And it's crazy to me that when this movie ended, that was 
I did not had no problems with that. I was like, that is the coolest and smartest decision you could make about this trilogy. That her parents are nobody. Yeah. And then fans are like, yeah, you reestablish that anybody can be a Jedi, but I really want midi chlorians again. <laughs> Give us Palpatine, and she has to be Palpatine's daughter or Obi Wan's daughter or something like that. And that just sucks to me mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. and drives yeah. me nuts about Rise of Skywalker. That was, I remember walking <laughs> into it and I said, like, as long as her parents remain nobody, this is great. And then you walked out of the theater and you were like, they didn't do the one thing I asked yeah. them. Although I, <laughs> the two times I've seen it, I was like, huge problems, but I, I did like the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how I land these days. But yeah. It's just funny that a, a it, fan base in general can yeah. flip flop like that. Oh yeah. Well, when that when there's that much money involved from the fan base, yeah, mm-hmm. money. Unfortunately, it's still a corporation making a product to sell. Yep. Well, and as we've discussed, this I mean, this is Star Wars seventy seven is like the beginning of mm-hmm. that whole thing. That whole, We're not merging. a podcast without Star Wars. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. It feels like we've talked about the whole movie and there's so much we haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. Wait, can I just say one thing? In the Canto section, yeah. after they're, they ran away on those horse things, mm-hmm. um, Finn says one of the funniest lines <laughs> in all of the entire <laughs> series where like, he says something to the effect of like, yeah, but we tore that town up. Yeah. Well, Something like that. Rose says, prob- maybe, I mean, this line is like up there with like the, the sand line in Attack uh-huh. of the Clones. She goes, I wish I could put my fist through this lousy, beautiful town. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Are we watching the Maltese Falcon right now yeah. or something? Oh, like, man. what? You see here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, Did Humphrey so, Bogart show up yeah. or something? What is Who this? wrote this line? <laughs> Very weird. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. Uh, But meanwhile, uh, I almost said Obi-Wan, but it is Luke Skywalker decides to finally teach Rey. And as he's teaching her, there's the great leaf sequence where he's describing the force and he tickles her and she's like, I can can feel it. it. I can feel it. And then he smacks her hand. (laughs) Which calls back to Yoda hitting Luke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's just Um, doing what he was taught, you know? Yeah, and then he, I I do really love that sequence. It's cool because we just haven't seen that type of photography in Star right. Wars, where there's like time lapse images oh. and she's seeing this beautiful nature and the balance between it all. Wait, yeah, which is the gray. It's it's yeah. again, it's the gray Jedi kind of theme, but has in between. But, it's not all bad. It's not all good. Like beneath. What's well, life, saying. and then the death, and oh. the death feeds the life, and there's warm, yeah. and there's cold, and there's all these it's yeah and it's it's shot like no other star wars film yeah there's literally nothing like it so good yeah. but she's like immediately pulled to the dark mm-hmm. and he gets very scared and he's you know having flashbacks basically and i just she- wanted him to pull the saber and just <laughs> <laughs> it's like not again again <laughs> so then Oops. she goes to this cave which is the equivalent of the jungle sequence with mm-hmm. Luke in Empire Strikes Back. Which is the like ultimate Jedi test, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. The temptation, right? Did Anakin have that <laughs> in, in this way? And I'm just forgetting. 
I don't think he did. I think he so saw a, a pretty girl. Yeah. Are and you he was an gonna, angel? And he didn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to go see all the stars in the galaxy. He's going to see them all. Yeah. Yippee. Uh, th- yeah, some, he didn't. <laughs> there's some Clone Wars animated episodes that he kind of has a test. but Okay. Oh, yeah. Isn't there one where he goes to like a planet that is the Force or something? Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. That was a really cool is it episode. Physical? It Yeah. Yeah. There's like a dark and a light on the, the planet and oh. it was cool. As oh. much as I haven't really watched a lot of that show and don't particularly enjoy it personally, there mm-hmm. are a lot of great episodes mm-hmm. for sure. I just wish it looked better. If it looked better, I would have watched it all two or three <laughs> times by now, probably. Probably, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm offending people by saying that, but we're going to keep on going. Well, I'm uh, yeah, cautiously optimistic you'll change your ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so with race test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, race test. What do we think about that? Love. Mike? <laughs> uh I love at the yeah. I think I I really liked it. I liked the experience for a guy who wanted to move on from the past. He's using a lot of devices from previous films at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's there are a lot of callbacks going on. You have the the feather or the leaf thing, and then mm-hmm. you have the test with the dark side and to see if you'll go towards it. Mm-hmm. And then well, much like Luke, who sees himself in the Vader, yeah, he's herself. Yeah, um, and everybody thought that had something to do with her parentage like oh she has no parents she can't see them so she was a force baby you know yeah i remember that rumor was going around all the time so oh yeah but i i think what i what i'm realizing now and in, in what you said on these like similarities between empire and some of the yeah. other movies and stuff is i think ultimately he is arriving on this thesis of we do need to move forward but we need to respect and cherish the past and I think a lot of that theming didn't connect, like people didn't realize was in the movie. They just no. thought someone was destroying their childhood. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. That that sounded like I was putting you down. I, I wasn't. Cause you literally pointed at me, Mike. <laughs> that's that's, that's like how I felt people. when I first saw it. You know, I, I felt like he did it where it's like, okay, even if I don't like it, I, he is trying to make something that is good. You know, he's, yeah. he's not trying to make a bad Star Wars uh, yeah. movie. Yeah, no, and, and as you reflect on it, you're like, oh, he brought in Yoda as a puppet. And, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. all these different things, you're like, oh, he does respect what Star Wars is. He's just, hey, let's move on. Especially, Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and so speaking of, should should we get to Master Yoda? Or go oh, ahead. Real quickly, I found, uh, I can't remember what article... I read it from, but there was an interest. Someone made a really interesting point about Ray that she's desert planet. Right. Uh-huh. And so that she comes to this Island, you know, we get like, I think in force way she's talking about, Oh, it's so green. And like, she's yeah, yeah. this probably would have been the first time she experienced swimming. Yeah. And she's oh, falling yeah. into the water. She's coming. I admit, there's a lot of like first things happening oh, for her, yeah. tied with the dark side. So that's an interesting oh, yeah. like, little thematic thing going on. But she swam pretty well for someone who's never been around water. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> well, and so I should say about Canto Bite, I did write this, even though I was just praising that sequence. I did literally write this yesterday. Canto Bite doesn't totally work, but it's trying something new. 
Okay. So your words. Those are my own words. That is fine with Fast and the Furious, but with Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no hey, not I a think... lot is fine with Fast and the Furious. Don't get us started. Yeah. yeah. I listened to every episode. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Because yeah. we suffered for it. I, I w- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, by the end, I was like, why did I don't like these movies anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so every time I see an announcement about Fast 10, now I get them sent to me by people. Oh, yeah, I which, send everything I find about which it. Which is fun. It's fun. Yeah. But I, I always am like, is there a way that we can not see this in theaters? Can we nope. get out of this or do a, do a Patreon special and like rent out a theater? I have thought it would be cool to do something like that where like mm-hmm. if we got to a tier we could like rent a theater and go see the new Marvel yeah. movie or something with our patrons or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how exactly I know how you've got work, a global but... audience now and so Oh, so global. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be uh, the Abby Dobby kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the contingent there would be upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. I guess but let's talk about when young Master Yoda shows up. Young Master Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Luke is like, I'm done. You know, at this point, I think Ray has left mm-hmm. the island and he's going to go burn down the temple that has the sacred Jedi texts in them. Mm-hmm. And then the camera slowly pans over and you see those ears and a glowing blue. And this scene is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I I would go so far as to say this is the best scene in all the new Star Wars movies. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. I'd go so far as to say this is the best scene in a Star Wars movie since Luke <laughs> rescued his father in Return of the Jedi. Okay. For me. I know you have a lot more connection to the Anakin and Obi-Wan stuff. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. But I think that that doesn't even come close to the beauty of this poetic moment. <laughs> but... Grumpy Yoda and Grumpy I, Luke on a wall. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> and they and light stuff on fire. Oh, yeah, he's about to, to love. <laughs> yeah, he's about to light it on fire, and he's like, "Don't even try to stop me." And then Yoda. Well, Luke can't do it. He hesitates. <laughs> yeah, and then Yoda puts his finger out, and a a bolt of lightning comes down. A practical explosion happens on a set that's really that big and wow. lights on fire. Cool. And. Then he's like, Yoda, the sacred text. And he's like, Page? He tries to run in and get them, but get, but it's too yeah. late. And he's like, page turners, they were not. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and he says everything that young Ray needs, she already knows. Yeah. yeah. And he's basically yeah. like, have you read them? And, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, he says something really wonderful, like the whole point of masters is so that they're basically their pupils can be better than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live through them, basically. Yeah. Which, again, is like commentary on the series, you know? Like, we're, we, that, that's marrying that idea of like, let's move forward, but then marry this stuff. We're like, so obsessed keep it. with just how the movie, how the sausage gets made. Yeah. Oh, this, whole, this whole stuff. Just let Yoda say his stuff. It's so good, though. Okay. It's so good. It is good. I love it. I, I, it's but, just, but the we best. also get like the reality that Force Ghosts can interact physically uh-huh with the universe oh yeah because he hits him right doesn't he yeah, thump him on the he head hits or something him, and then he's also controlling the weather yeah i mean he starts yeah. a fire oh well yeah that's a big point yeah yeah i mean it brings down lightning force lightning i don't know or just normal lightning um 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hopefully like, normal because evil is evil. Well, or, right? or if it's like, hey, rules are gone. You can use force lightning now. <laughs> yeah. Did Yoda know. not it, use lightning? Mm-mm. He catches it and throws catches it back it throws it in an orb. Yeah. It's yeah. a Dragon Ball Z montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And but, that's the really cute fight between him and yeah. Darmon. The fight that I was really <laughs> bracing myself. It. And then this time around, I was like, I guess it's not that bad. It's kind of fun, even though it kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll hear about it on will, Friday. Oh, I will write very sternly written letter. <laughs> I'm sure. No. Uh, yeah, but it, it brings in a whole new element to Star Wars. That's one mm-hmm. thing the scene that I don't at the time I don't know if I was like happy with of like okay okay so force ghosts can just come back and interact they're not really dead yeah you know it's kind of that well it's the marvel effect that this character can't really die or will come back and, yeah um and then has a lot of questions of the end of this movie you're like well is he gone you know like yeah will he catch a lightsaber in the next movie to undo him throwing a lightsaber in this one maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) (laughs) no but there's yeah i yeah i love that scene i love that it's a practical puppet yeah i mean and having like the fact that frank uh, uh, he's passed now right i don't know i believe so i think he did uh yeah but having him come back and he's voicing it again and he's puppeteering it for his f- presumably final appearance ever in movies, Yoda. He's, he's still it's alive. Amazing. He is? He has, According wow. to IMDb. It's Louise. That guy's in his 90s, he's I ancient. think. Ancient. What year was Older he Older than Yoda. 1944. I think he's oh, younger no. than my Nona. Oh, never mind. He's I not. So I thought he was in his 90s for some reason. Wow, that's kind of mind-bending. I think he's all like he's George- 78. Okay. He's young. I guess like John Williams, I just have never seen him not look like an old man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's always, like, he's always looking old. And he's one of those guys or, that's like, like Ian, the emperor. He's always like, <laughs> yeah. he's just old. <laughs> all the he turned yeah. 30, probably like lost all his hair. And then yeah. it was like, that's how he has looked. So he's aging incredibly well because yeah. he's always looked. We have to do he's like. All the puppeteering. He's probably crippled arthritis. <laughs> he's an old 78. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, unless we do we have anything more on that scene? Well, I, I was I, just thinking, I was just thinking there's a lot of just practical reality of like the previous characters can't move on anymore. Like Peter Mayhew, you have you know, Harrison Ford's getting up there. You have even Frank, like mm-hmm. the people who made Star Wars even involved in the prequels they're kind of getting to a point where they can't so even i think that had to fit into ryan's outlook here oh Oh, yeah yeah even carrie's you know even carrie's getting up i mean i think even uh r2d2 kenny baker he passed before this movie so they have a tear running r2 instead you know like Hmm. there's all these characters are moving on so yeah just interesting there's just practical reality of like these guys won't be around, so we've got to move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of so, course, now we have the new technology; we can bring anyone back. But right, <laughs> which is a little scary. But yeah, we'll yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Do you think, just on a personal level, you know, I know that a- allegedly the next Star Wars movie is going to be directed by Taika Waititi, the mm-hmm. beginning of a new trilogy, I believe, that's supposedly not connected, but. 
I, I, that was the last I heard. Maybe yeah, you've heard no, something yeah. different. No, no. I mean, um, do you think just ever that there is going to be a a a a, uh, a sequel to Episode Nine that will involve characters like Ray, Finn, BB-8? Do you think that on a personal level? I don't think so. I think just from the actor's point of view, I think they're kind of moving on. Even yeah. Jason, specifically Jason. Um, but then Jason. Yeah. Or not Jason. Yeah. Finn. What's his name? Oh, uh John. John, John Boyega. Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah. Why did I have Jason in my head? Um <laughs> <laughs> John Boyega. I mean, it was all over in the news, kind of his experience yeah. of right being Finn and how he disagreed oh, with that. I forgot. So I, I don't I don't see and without some like huge changes and promises i don't see him coming back yeah maybe into a tv series mm-hmm. yeah i could see maybe a tv series with ray but i would love to see daisy back in it mm-hmm. she's great but we'll see yeah i don't know yeah I, I it'll be i guess it'll be a grand experiment of how well that future star wars movie if it ever i think if anybody could do it he's kind of more endeared to fans based on his work with this with tv series episodes and yeah just you're talking taika yeah yeah i think if anybody could pull it off taika could do it it's it's funny though i just can't imagine a it's gonna be super goofy yeah which there's there's a there's a history of like there's that there's like those two stormtroopers that's like from a comic uh-huh. These goofy stormtroopers, and so he was using something that was actually older. Um, oh yeah, episode. I forgot he's been yeah. involved in oh, Star oh, yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he's kind of he's, already he's cut directed his teeth. TV episodes, and they were great. yeah. And that's right. Um, I guess I can't imagine it now. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm just yeah. like replaying the Thor, Thor Love and Thunder trailer in my head, and I'm like, I'm curious how this guy's gonna do it. <laughs> he's gonna make stormtroopers funny. That's how he's gonna do it, or, or <laughs> yeah. whatever he does. It's gonna be it'll be interesting. I think. Yeah, it should be starring Reese Darby as uh, a Jedi. <laughs> and Jermaine. He's the Sith that's going up against him. Jermaine. Yeah. Is, yeah, 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 that'd be great. I would love and that. And then Brett's got to be in there. And then Brett's just, yeah. <laughs> okay, my ticket's sold. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's Hi, talk hey. about the Snoke chamber. Epic. They come in. So Ray comes thinking that she can turn kylo yeah like that she has got the upper hand now has convinced him it's luke she, and vader yep. yes but she is immediately taken to snoke to, and then we talked about this earlier where he's like i broke kylo down and bridged you guys so that i could get you yeah come to me so they're they're in there but she is unwilling she's unwilling he's fighting it and and i because again adam driver's so good i'm like I genuinely just don't know what he's gonna do. Is uh-huh. he gonna, is yeah. he gonna take it, or is he gonna be like, no, I'm gonna fight for Ray, and I'm a good guy now because I, I just can't get a read on the guy's acting in all the right ways. He looks so conflicted, mm-hmm. just like how in Force Awakens, I was like, maybe he's gonna give his lightsaber to Han and be a good guy in this series. I, I, this guy's that good at acting, right? So, but then he's he's seeing. Uh, uh, Kylo is getting ready to kill Rey because then this will make him powerful again. And he goes, I see you twist the lightsaber. And then he's twisting the lightsaber that's next to him with the force. So he's using his mind to do the same actions against Rey, mm-hmm. but he's using them against Snoke. 
And and I remember in the theater, I was like, hell yes. <laughs> he turns the lightsaber, turns it on, it cuts to Snoke, and he is now cut in half. And then Ray lifts up her hand with this great dolly shot where the camera pans back yeah. and the lightsaber flies to her and she catches it. Yep. And we see his body flail over. <laughs> now, in his just gold pajamas. In yeah. his gold pajamas. <laughs> just the, 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 this is the Ray is my number one best decision he made on the movie. No parents. My number two is killing Snoke. That, I think, is the best decision. Oh, the whole subvert expectation thing. Well, for one, subvert expectations. For two, I've seen so many movies with the faceless bad guy, and as cool as Snoke looks and sounds, I'm far more interested in this conflicted Kylo Ren character. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I know what Snoke is. He's an evil bad guy. I don't care. Yeah. I know he's not going to have a, a character arc like Thanos, so I don't care. He's ultimate evil. I don't care. I've mm -hmm. seen it a million times. So when they just straight up kill him, I was like, that is so smart. Now you don't have to worry about this ultimate bad guy, and we can just focus on Kylo. And it's like Kylo stealing this power now. It means a lot for his character. And then you leave the movie in a place where it's like, Kylo became he is now like the emperor equivalent like if at the return of the Jedi the emperor was killed and Darth Vader was like now I am the ultimate bad yeah, guy. Yeah it's 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 what Vader wanted to do with Luke right he wanted to yeah. take down the emperor and or even with Padme hey we can rule the universe before he's becomes Vader it's he he always hated <sighs> the emperor and so yeah. it's it, it's Kylo which is interesting cuz it's he wants to complete what you know vader couldn't do and so he has this moment where no i'm gonna take out the big baddie i'm gonna do what vader it. couldn't do and he does it yeah and i cool. walked out of the theater and of all the problems i had with it the first time when i found out people didn't like that i was like huh you don't like that <laughs> and and then i was remembering you know reading all the articles where people are like it looks like he has a lightsaber blade that's in his head perchance he's you know darth sidious reformed uh -huh. or something what are you even talking I'm about? I'm just referencing so many articles that I had <laughs> a read at the time. lightsaber in their head? Well, like, like the scar, scar was from like oh. the lightsaber. And, and you know, maybe. all these people are like, oh, maybe he's the guy who trained the emperor okay. and all of this stuff. And then when he was just killed, I was like. It, maybe he's Darth Plagueis. And like, yeah, yeah there's oh, all, these, was, all yeah. the surrounding the best, mythology. Yeah. yeah. And that speaks to what you were saying, where it's like you go into the theater, you know it's coming, like you're right. excited to see this movie, and you have all these theories, and then it's nothing you expected, and you're yeah. mad. And oh, then, yeah. But then now, years later, it's like, I mean, now I don't know what you think, but it's like, no. that was the right decision, although I always loved it, for the record. Well, given what Snoke became, you're like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. But the moment, the amount of time that us nerds have invested in figuring <laughs> out who Snoke was, and for Ryan to go like, yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> like, it was another moment of like, yeah, JJ brought him in. I'm not cool with it. I'm going to kill yeah. him. Like, And I'm not going to tell you who he is either. And that was the infuriating part. Yeah. And it was a common thing of like, within just this series, here's this mysterious thing. Uh, I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> and I'm going to get rid of it. Like, Captain Well, that's Phasma. the classic JJ problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love JJ, but that's his thing. It's like, he literally has like, 
his mystery box theory where it's like you mm. just make up a bunch of stuff. Oh, like in Lost. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's what it felt like. I hadn't yeah. done as much work on a entertainment property since Lost with the Dharma Initiative yeah. mm-hmm. website and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I felt conned again, but... <laughs> yeah, but Ryan fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel about it now, I wonder, though? Now it makes sense, and like given what we see in rise of skywalker it's like okay but i remember at the moment because you don't have that you know like i i think of like what people experience just watching empire strikes back and then they gotta wait for the next movie and then you're trying to figure it out so you had this mysterious character again it's like the pure black evil you know like it's black and white characters here yeah but uh, and so it's in that way it's not how cinema was going let alone star wars even in the clone wars and other properties they're not doing that but there was like disney was feeding the rumor mill of like putting out other pictures like oh remember that that mosaic on the floor at the jedi temple it kind of looks like snoke you know like so everybody's just trying to figure it out and then it's just like doesn't matter he's dead it's kind of a lead. You're just like, what? It, same thing with the Knights of Ren. Like, there's this big buildup of who they are. And then that was funny because that was not movie at all. No. Because I did not even like know who they were. And then going into Rise of Skywalker, everyone's like, I can't wait to see the Knights oh, of yeah. Ren. And I was like, yeah. what are you even talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you've probably never heard what that. What are you still talking about? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and it do- and what we get in the next movie, it doesn't, it still doesn't matter. Like, yeah. You, and it's, it's, they sucks show them to when, you, but it, yeah. It sucks when, and I, I under, I get your sentiment and that totally does make sense. But now, now it's not as big of a deal. It's kind of yeah. like, I know where this is going and I'm fine with this. But at the moment it was like, wait, what? What's I, I, to me that, that matches up with like the Boba Fett thing. Oh yeah. Where it's sure. like, you have this character that looks cool. No one promised that he was going to do extraordinary things. Then he dies and people are like, 40 years of you, you destroyed this character I love. And it's like, there was... <laughs> In Empire Strikes Back, he just walks around. He doesn't right. do anything. He's, yeah, it, but it's all it's all the extended universe stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's like, and, and there was a comic with Snoke, and he's talking to Ben, and yeah, you know, on this little planet thing, and it's like you're starting to, but you still don't know who he is, and it gets you to go to the movie. That's a great technique. Yeah, <laughs> but at the moment, I mean, it was epic because of the fight scene that follows. Yes, yes. I mean, it was like you almost forget really quickly. Uh, no yeah. snow whoa cool yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it's a nice trick it's like hey squirrel <laughs> yeah. no, and kylo but... like shoots the guy with a lightsaber that's a great moment <sighs> so epic yeah what are your thoughts on the snoke that's fine <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a bump, bumper sticker what are your thoughts on the yeah. snoke <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah good action scene after yeah it's it's not it's not Harry Potter and it's not a wand related thing so you're not heated about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we already <laughs> talked about the crimes of Grindelwald. So, oh man, he committed so <laughs> many crimes, and then his his lover had so many secrets, so many. Oh yeah, secrets. that's the one we watched. Man, I don't care about any of it. They're interchangeably bad. Yeah. Oh. Man. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so then. Leia wakes up, takes command. They're making their escape. So they're going they have on the Holdo to maneuver, right? 
punch of little ships to yeah. escape the big ship. Yeah. To make it to this planet Transport where there's a, ships, yeah. Yeah, where there's a resistance, like an old resistance base that they'll mm-hmm. be able to hide in if they if they can make it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you found out that Holdo's plan was a smart one. Granted yeah. their fuel. And then at the you know, there's been like a mutiny and then Leia wakes up and brings it back and this is when Poe's like, oh, I guess she did have it figured out. But then they're still able to... Oh, Benicio's character. So I guess this does make the Canto Bite sequence a little more important. Um, right. I'm just realizing. Benicio's mm-hmm. character sells out that the Resistance is escaping this way. So the Empire is then able to track them and start killing their transports. Right. Yeah, which escalates everything. I re- yeah. I remember mm-hmm. the scene where... In- um, Finn and Rose are caught and are going to mm. be executed. I remember that scene being way longer. Yeah. For some reason. Me too. Me too. And, yeah. But, it, it's, yeah. All three of us. That's all three. Great. Yeah. No, don't it, feel it was crazy. Extremely short. I was and like, I, yeah. oh, that's lo- it? I was so thankful. It was just like because <laughs> they because they that part happens and then the the pot like the ship starts getting blown up. Right. And then that's a whole thing. Um. And then I just was like, wait a second, we haven't even gotten to the salt thing yet. How much was yeah. left in this movie? It is they they pack so much into this movie. It's it's a really well edited movie. We got really say. this really feels like the two towers of this trilogy. Yeah, they're putting so much in. Well, it's it's insane how like this sequence you have the Holdo makes the the lump to jite speed, <laughs> <laughs> the jump to light speed uh-huh. in per 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 chance possibly. The, the best looking shot in oh. Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she I mean, flies well, through I, all of them. Yeah, well, I, I remember just thinking, like, this is probably one of the most incredible things in film. Like, yeah, it's I remember gorgeous. that too. And especially it's silent. Uh-huh. Yeah. That moment, like, you got, it. Star Wars is always sounds and beeps and, yeah. And all of a sudden, just, boom. yeah. I mean, that was, I remember being completely just done over by that. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Me too. So, like, that's happening. It's yeah, cutting to yeah. Ray and Kylo who fight over a lightsaber. It splits in the air when the ship gets cut in half. That's yep. as cool as it gets. Yep. And and then um, it's also showing Finn and Rose who are trying to escape and fighting Phasma. And it's just you mean, editing. You mean Chrome Dome. Chrome Dome, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just editing seamlessly between them. It's just yeah, really B- well done. BB-8 saves the day. You made a comment that I agreed with. Where, like, <laughs> the first time I saw it, it's just like, whatever. And then now seeing it, it's like, oh, fun! Take <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. it away! <laughs> it, it, it's weird because I had this weird... While watching it today, I had a weird flashback with all that m- moment of, like, uh-huh. is 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 he a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan? Because we've got Chrome Dome, which feels <laughs> like something from that. But then also, there was a character... I don't know. There was a, the brain character... <laughs> in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of the cartoon and this had this like you. little yeah this they had this little robot it was uh-huh. like a, a mouse robot but it looked like an AT-AT whoa oh and, and he would like sit on top and control it and that when the top came off in BB-8's there it felt like that moment oh maybe probably yeah. not it's probably just some weird fever dream I had but <laughs> I I know we have some listeners that are that are TMNT fans so yeah. you can you can let us know and we'll let Mike know if the Chrome Dome if you crew. agree with that. Yeah. Cuz I have zero experience with 
TMNT. Like, like literally zero. I don't know anything about him. I think as a kid, I, I missed a little it. bit. I just totally so missed right it. Now. Yeah. Feels Not my so thing old. either. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's people our age that love it. So I, I that's I, true. Like uh, my brother-in-law is about your age and he loves it. So yeah, I just never, I never saw the show. I never read the comics. I never, the comics. I think, the I, see, so. I, think I liked the one that had nunchucks. Michelangelo. I think he was my guy. Cool. But that was like maybe one episode I watched or something. So, well, there's Finn certainly fights, yeah. more than yeah. three of those. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Make Finn sure. fights Shredder and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chrome Dome. Uh, that that was a funny fight too because <clears throat> he wastes Phasma pretty quick, and I remember Phasma being a character <sighs> like the ones we're discussing, where like the movies never presented her as anything more than interesting looking. Mm-hmm. And yet there was a lot of like talk before the movies and all this stuff and like well, concept art. Yeah. But it's well, she's a great a well known actor. I think Game of Thrones yeah. is yeah. going on at the same time. So they're yeah. expecting like, well, you would obviously use her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Finn's arch nemesis. So but then we get a classic villain faux pas of like a blaster's too good for you. We'll use these space axes. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, where did these come from? <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) some of those moments what takes you out of like this is just weird but i mean in 30 or 40 years she can star in her own series she's gonna have a great tv series it's gonna be incredible yeah yeah Yeah. because she fell which we all know in star wars does not equal definitely she's definitely alive yeah so (laughs) anyway her and sam jackson can come back in a series someday because they're the two that have fallen and don't come back to life I want to. I want a scene where they both are force sensitive, so they both stop <laughs> and float to a window. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be a love story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we're on the planet, right? The salt planet. Salt planet design. Great. Ten out of ten. Uh huh. What are you talking about? It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's so good. Yeah. And we're having this big showdown. We see Gareth Edwards, the director of Rogue One, in the in the, in trenches. the trenches. Yeah, I, I believe is all the war movies. Yeah, is it isn't Ryan Johnson in the in the big ATAT Walker? I think so. And he's got a couple of like just his friends are in this scene too. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, fun. It's just like who, you want to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't know. They There's they attempt to stop him, mm-hmm. and then Rose stops Finn from from stopping them. And at that point too. Poe is like we have to we have to pull back like yeah. he makes that choice too yeah he's grown as a character he has he's put on his big boy mm-hmm. pants and Rose is like <laughs> we we can't win like this like we have to win by saving the ones we love I love that great yeah great and then she gives him a very saving the things we love G-rated kiss oh yeah, yeah. That, that almost feels like we saved each other kiss not yeah. like a <laughs> I have a, I've had a crush on you the whole movie. Yeah, passionate yeah. kiss. So I've never felt that it's like, okay, they're a thing now. Yeah. I, well, I mean, John, I mean, Finn looks so confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> are you dead? Uh, <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> but then we see a shadowy figure that takes us back to Return of the Jedi in Jabba's palace, and we see. Luke Skywalker walk in, pull back his hood, new and he sits. Job. What? <laughs> a new die job. 
Yes. He's <laughs> a brown beard. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he hands the dice from uh, the Millennium Falcon to uh, uh, Leia. Leia. And they have this heartfelt conversation. And the behind the scenes, when they're done. Is everyone crying. Carrie Fisher's just crying and Ryan Johnson's like trying to comfort Aww. her. Which I think partially is, I noticed it a couple times where it's like that I've never done this before, but it's like actors, you know, when you have to cry, they do get into that emotion. And it's yeah. not like they're just like, okay, you cut. Okay, great. Cool. Yeah. It's like they are having this moment where they both yeah. know like this is the last time we're going to act together too. Yeah. I'm sure that's playing into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then adding on to that, the real life reality mm -hmm. for the audience of like, mm -hmm. oh, that was like one of the last times right there. Yeah. 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 So sweet. And so, you know, he's apologizing for not taking care of their son and she's forgiving him and they're having this great reconciliation. Mm -hmm. And then John Williams is like, folks, I've made... Not seven, but now we'll make it eight iconic Star Wars scores. Because the score then goes, dun, 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 dun. And he starts stepping out. He winks at C-3PO. Oh, that which, was so epic. <laughs> the best. And he's stepping out. And I'd never noticed this, but Jordan pointed it out. And you don't notice it the first time. He's not making any footprints in the salt. Nope. So the, well, the camera pans down to his. I know, yes. and I just especially so caught up in the moment. Fighting. Oh yeah, no, yeah, and yeah, but when Kylo and oh, him you know are fighting, what? I didn't even take that as he's not there. What I when I said that last night, I meant because I forgot that he wasn't physically there. Oh, okay. But as they're fighting, what I meant was he is so light footed using <laughs> yes. the force. Yeah, yeah. That he's, but Kylo is so angry. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He's too. a regular Legolas. I mean, he's just that, yes. he's yeah. on the song. It's very much so. But <laughs> That's yeah. the way I saw it too. I was just like, oh yeah. But, that no. you saying that though, I'm like, oh yeah, it's because he wasn't there. Yeah, he's not there. <laughs> so he comes out, and then Kylo's like, launch everything you have at him, and they they yeah. fire and fire and fire, and then Donald Gleason's like, do you think you hit him? Yeah, That's and he enough. makes him stop. <laughs> yeah. And he's just standing there. And in the theaters, it was like, what is happening? I, yeah. I, I just had like no semblance for like, how is this a thing? I don't even understand. Yeah. Just kind of a good place to be in. And then he just wipes his shoulder. Oh, uh, it it's it's a samurai movie. It's a western. It's <laughs> yeah. dusting off the uh it's yeah. so epic. So right. good. And then Kylo flies down. And they fight, and all Luke does is dodge. And he has that yeah. crazy Matrix dodge, which uh -huh. turns into, like, a side flip. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, it's a cool. wild move. Yeah. <laughs> cool? I mean, <laughs> this is cool. This is why we go to the movie theaters. I love it. It's and why we then, like Space Wizards, right? Yeah. That's why we like cool Space things. Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, at what point does he, like, strike him? Is it, well, when, I think he just stands, stands still and waits for it. Like Kylo just comes at him. Yeah, he turns off his lightsaber, and then they have that's yeah. right. Talk that's right. Yeah, like uh, I'm sorry, they're mm -hmm. trying trying to reach him one last time. But then he says, "What does he say?" He says, "You know, I'm going to end you, all that kind of stuff. Everything mm -hmm. you just said was a lie." Oh yes, yeah, that's like right. repeat the right. right on the opposite. And yeah, yeah. Like, and that's so after good. he strikes him. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I then, will not be the last Jedi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you're like, yes. <laughs> Which kind of calls back. Like, yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, no, go, go ahead. Well, it kind of calls back George's poetic thing that he likes to do of like, 
flipping things and yeah. having to match up in the movie, but right. he wasn't involved, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Poe realizes, oh, there's a this is a diversion, and then they, yeah. they make their escape. They're, they're attempting to. They're following the crystal foxes. The crystal critters. Crystal critters, yes. <laughs> and then... <It's> so weird. <laughs> like, Kylo figures out that he's not really there, and he dissipates. He puts Ray the sword pulls, through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ray yeah, pulls right. all the boulders and makes the thing, because earlier she had said it's just moving rocks. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, moving rocks. Yeah. Moves them. Love that. This was the moment today, like an hour before. And I'm like, crap, I like this movie. Because <laughs> 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 like, uh, like moving rocks. It's like, oh, call back to the training. Like, yeah. more than moving rocks. Not just moving rocks. I mean, yeah. I was like, oh, it's- crap. He suckered me in. <laughs> I-, I think at, at the least... It must be acknowledged that this is a movie that grows on you, at the very yeah. least. I mean, that has certainly been the three of our experiences with this movie. Yeah. Um, From like, I don't know what to think, to I hate it, to best movie ever. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, and then they escape, but then we, we cut to Luke as he's back on the island and he projectile, he 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 got into his astral form like Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, vomited his astral form <laughs> yeah, 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 through yeah, the yeah, universe. Yeah. <laughs> and then his theme plays one last time as we see twin sun setting, like the first time we Dude. met this character. Yes. Oh, so good. Talk about poetry, George. And I blame it on, I didn't get much sleep last night. You know, <laughs> I, I blame it there. And, and And as a dad now, I get more sentimental. And uh, <laughs> as an older dad, it's like, oh, wow, sentimental <laughs> music and callbacks to your childhood. I'm in <laughs> like kind of a thing. But the you twin sons that was, you just like it. Well, that's I, yeah, I, I, it was a perfect like the music is perfect. It really is. And the and what he's seeing and Hamill has tears in his eyes. Yeah. Like, and you, it almost oh, feels like I, I, I think it's Hamill knowing it almost feels like he's like okay i prepared for this moment yes i was taught yeah. by yoda i was taught by you know obi-wan how to do this and it's like now it's time to let go and so it's like yeah and he, but he does kind of seem like like he isn't te- like there's just he's just going through a lot like he i wouldn't say scared just like no 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 it's like it's my time and yeah I'm, yeah obi-wan did this yoda did this yeah now it's my turn you know it's great yeah. Crap. And then <laughs> <laughs> we've turned. We've turned him. There was good in him all along. <laughs> I, I need to save you. You already saved me. Uh, that's the moment. <laughs> and then but, uh, he, the the movie, the movie ends. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> well, it, well, and then it does show the kid, which we already kind of talked well, about. Well, that, and you get that, that moment too between Ray and Kylo. And Kylo's realizing everybody's gone. He picks up mm-hmm. the dice and they disappear. That was yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They like disappear. So you're like, oh, that was even a projection, but it was held on even. There's the science part. But. Um, oh, yeah. But mm. then that last moment between, between him and Ray, the like yeah. realization, oh, you're getting away and you're not going to go with me. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what do you think of it now, Mike? <laughs> where where. <laughs> I mean, it's where like, does it like, land on your pantheon of Star Wars? Maybe that's a better question. I mean, I, I, it's tough because uh, I think I was telling you, 
I've come to the realization that I love the Star Wars universe. I don't necessarily like the content. <laughs> like the yeah, what does the, that mean though? Well, I, I, I told you to always, explain here. Yeah, I, there's I, always something in the movie or the TV series that really bugs me. Uh-huh. Like I wouldn't, and I think what happens is, you know, in high school, I had a group of buddies. We had a Star Wars RPG game that we played. So role playing like D and D, but Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so my childhood has all this built up story and how I think the universe works. Uh-huh. And so you start taking ownership of like, well, Luke yeah. would do this and da, da, da. and so then when it, you get a chance for, oh, they're going to bring back this character. You've built up everything. Yeah. So there's nothing they can do to make you happy. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a good movie if they did what you exactly what you wanted. Yeah. You know, right. It would be entertaining. But so I think it's like, oh, yeah, I realize there's portions of every movie. Other, other The original trilogy, even watching it a while back going like, eh, this is kind of corny. And <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's very simple and it's definitely made for kids. Yeah. So as you get older, you kind of like like with you with episodes one, two and three, you kind of like. Yeah, I realized sac- like, yeah, oh, you're like, whoops. Oh, <laughs> this is very saccharine. It's you know, shallow. It's visual yeah. storytelling, which is what George does best. But so, but it's not deep, and you need yeah. something deeper as you get older. But some, like even the TV series, there's always something that because of how much I nerded out on, yeah. I'm not going to be happy with. So it takes it takes like, oh, I'm just going to watch this from an enjoyment aspect. And then you're like, oh, that was really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you try to pick it apart or or input what you would do with the story, you just get upset. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of Star Wars fans have the issue because we spend so much time creating theories. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest YouTubers on YouTube is Star Wars Theory. And all he does is theorize about what's going to happen in Star Wars stuff. And uh, never pleased, you know, there's yeah. always yeah. something. So. That's interesting. Well, and Casual I fans, it's... I think, enjoy it more. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that is the the ultimate fan problem for both the fan and the creators of any series, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Because not even George could do it, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right, <laughs> so and it like, is so funny now that there's an outcry of bring George back. All right, it's now like, it's always like well, George could do it. It's like no, he you no, hated he could, him. He couldn't. He <laughs> yeah. could, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. And leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> Let him live his life. Yeah, yeah. And it's but, just interesting, like talking to people who are maybe like eight, nine years younger than me, how much they loved the prequels. Yeah, even if as they get older, they're like, I don't really like them anymore. You know, that's just I was more high school age so it was different so everybody's got their own star wars yeah so but i still think kylo ren's like the best character ever raise up there too yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, do you do your kids are they like the new star wars is the best star wars for them they they put up with star wars <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i think i think it's the classic dad thinks it's cool so yeah. i don't yeah my oh. younger kids they'll be with me but it's like ah, we got to watch obi-wan we want to watch the flash, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh man. So Dang it, that so, sucks for us who don't have That means kids. our kids are going to hate yeah. movies. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe like inter- have their friends who like it, introduce them to it. And sure. they'll think yeah. it's cool at that point. But if you think oh, okay. it's cool, it's, I mean, it's, 
We're I like giving all of our friends like DVDs of The Godfather yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. We're like, <laughs> introduce this to my kid. I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> the kid's like, I'm 10. I can't watch The Godfather. What are you talking about? No, but I mean, I did get to experience all my kids discover Darth Vader is Luke's father. Awesome. And, like, and they all had that moment where they were like, what? Like, yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. Awesome. That was really cool. But like after like the original trilogy, they're just like, ah, it's Star Wars. You know, they're more into Avatar cartoons and, you know, mm-hmm. like they have their yeah. own Star Wars stuff now. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Did, did you yeah. show them theatrical? Yes. <sighs> yeah. A man after my own heart. <laughs> I think he's going to not do that. I've heard of people who've done episode one first to their kids. And I <sighs> but just don't go. Don't you think <sighs> that those people aren't like crazy fans? Yeah. Who would do that? I would, I would, I'd be like ashamed I th- if I was. It's just so easy these days. Yeah. We know not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But like DVD days and stuff like that. Yeah. Are, it's a little more difficult. Yeah. Or VHS, but yeah, no theatrical going through. Yeah. Good. They don't get to find out Anakin at Skywalker is Darth Vader. You know, like they have to, they have to yeah. do it the, yeah. the way I did it. Yeah. 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 And so and it was always a cool point. I've heard of friends who had it like completely ruined it from <laughs> for them, like as they're watching. Oh yeah, that's uh, Luke's father. Well, I mean, that's was my experience. Oh, I, I don't gosh. know if you remember in the first episode of our oh, series. Oh yeah, that's here. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend who was just like, yeah, he had that same experience. Just like, oh yeah, they're brother and sister, and, <laughs> and like all <laughs> and of it. their dad, and like everything was ruined. <laughs> I just can't imagine a world like that. Oh, that's man. what's wrong with the world yeah <laughs> too many people know who darth vader is before they see it but well before we leave i'm gonna say my big sweeping statement about the last jedi okay i went to the dark side with it and i'm now fully on the light side and i believe easily this is the best movie since the empire strikes back in star wars wow you know rogue one yeah i oh, i wow. i think it's a no contest in my own personal preference it, it it shifted around quite a bit and it used to be a lot lower but now it's number three for me wow it's it's uh the last jedi then second favorite is the original the Ewok special oh no okay the original <laughs> and then number one holiday special holiday special is the best thing gave us boba fett yeah um, <laughs> no it's just like it, with these movies like, like just episode one I wouldn't give up Darth Maul. It's epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it is episode... the best duel in the series. I still contend. Episode one. Episode three is so great, though. Well, I, I, movie making wise. I yeah, think episode I mean, one yeah, is... yeah. 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 But there's parts of every movie that are. Yeah. They're except great. Attack of the Clones. Except <laughs> Attack of the Clones. That's pretty bad. <laughs> It's pretty bad. <laughs> what a weird series that we've allowed to keep being made. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm starting to forget the titles again. <laughs> well, we get better wrap this up. Any last thoughts for you, Jordan? I, yeah, I think this is much higher on my list than I ever thought it would be, too. And and folks, you'll know in two weeks our ultimate Star Wars yeah. ranking. So unless there's some movies coming out in theaters that are going to break these up, I don't remember. Yep. All right, Mike. Anything to plug? Nothing to plug. May the force be with you all. Yeah. Star Wars is fun. <laughs> it is. Space Wizards are great. Don't take it too seriously. Yes, please don't. Yes. And and Kelly Marie Tran rocks. Yeah. You're welcome on She's the pod great. anytime. 
<laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be cool. She seems yeah. great. Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. And next week it is solo. <laughs> they don't like the guy in the movie. Yep. You can use this on the pod, but somehow I feel like a stormtrooper who just walks away and realizes, wait a minute, why am I letting these guys go? Somehow Micah did a Jedi mind trick on me and I ended up liking The Last Jedi by the end of the pod. Fully going in thinking I was going to tear it apart. (laughs) Oh well. That's what makes the Macabre Podcast universe so great. May the Force be with you all.